So here I am, COVID and dragged to do a podcast recording. So yeah, you know. Wow. Okay, I've got cancer and I'm doing a podcast recording. <laughs> Fucking checkmate, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to episode 136 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing <laughs> Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hi. Uh, sorry, I'm laughing at your use of the word always. It, it implies we do this more often than we do. I am <laughs> moderately, frequently joined. I am very occasionally joined. Yeah, I, we'll get to that. And I am also joined by the beautiful, the lovely, the amazing, the ethereal... Wib, say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gentlemen doing this fine day? I'm okay. I uh, haven't slept, so I'm probably going to go to bed straight after this podcast. (laughs) I'm probably going to go to bed. Good night. (laughs) Yeah, just going to go to bed. (laughs) Just fall asleep. Uh, But apart from that, I am okay. Good. How are you, Matthew? I'm I'm all right. I've got residual COVID, so I'll try and keep the coughing to a minimum. For, for audio reasons, not for, like, transferring things down the microphone <laughs> reasons. Um, but, I mean, all things considered, can't really complain. Snipe. Yeah. How are you? Well, I'm also sick, but I'm, like, way sicker. Just saying. Someone's yeah. in here trying to be the, by the main character by being sick. Um, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in, in good spirits. I get to talk to, to my friend, so I'm happy. I am also here. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome. But I'm, all, I'm always nice. here, so you talk to me all the time. I talk, You're yeah, sick of it. literally, I'm fucking, get sick to fucking death. Eating. No, I'm joking. I can't even He's talk. talking about fucking Transformers again. I just want to talk I mean, about fair. Star Wars, just for ten minutes. No one ever lets me talk about Star Wars. Or celebrate a Chilean-American economy. Yeah, do you, want, do you want to do that housekeeping, then? Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, elephant in the room. I'm kind of cringe. I went and got cancer. No big deal. Um, uh, if, if you all haven't heard, yes, I have been diagnosed with breast cancer as of September the 13th this year. I am currently going through my second cycle of chemotherapy. Um, by the time this goes up, I'm probably just preparing for my third. Um, I'm taking to it well. Um, everyone's been wonderful. Honestly, everyone's been super lovely. And that's why we haven't really had... We've had a lot of disruption to the channel and the podcast and everything, all the other outputs, because um, chemo make me feel yucky. Mm. Uh, chemotherapy, famously yeah. not a fun yeah. thing to go through. Yeah, um, I mean, even when not doing that, there was a couple of weeks where we were pretty much at the hospital. Every day, every sometimes day. twice a day, so, which um, fucking sucks and is very exhausting. Uh, non, none, of, uh, none of any of this is conducive to uh, producing content. No. <laughs> Not really. Not so, really at all. <laughs> so, uh, not that anyone... People have been great. About no, the people have been incredible, but at the same time, the algorithm still notices if you're sick <laughs> yeah. and um, will fuck you up. Oh. Which is kind of shitty of it, but, like, the algorithm don't care if I have cancer. No. The no. algorithm's like, <laughs> okay, attention whore, get back to work. And I'm like, yes, dear. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah. capitalism. It's, it's quite funny because like you'll they'll, they'll, uh, go onto your YouTube oh analytics page. <laughs> yes, I just remembered because we uploaded a video telling people that you know I was diagnosed with cancer basically the day after I was diagnosed, so it was still pretty raw. And then YouTube's fucking analytics page. If any of you don't know, oh yeah, fucking <laughs> what, what it does is if you have a video that's outperforming all your previous videos, you go on your 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 performance page for that, and it just explodes in confetti and is like, "Congrats!" <laughs> and it did that about my cancer video. <laughs> we did both. Because at some point, someone will have noticed this before and made it like. Pointed it out, and they could have just very easily just done a does title of video contain the word cancer or like four or five does the tags, like yeah, like it was like, oh my god, you know, when your wife got cancer, <laughs> nice one, yeah, <laughs> been a lot of emotions over those those few days, and I remember us both absolutely just fucking losing it over that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what was it? Just you posted l- it on Twitter and you used that gif of like the kid at the game show looking miserable with loads of confetti flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a perfect gif. <laughs> oh, very much. We are we are having a good laugh about it. It's fine. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh... Um, but yeah, so if you if if um, you're wondering why uh, you know videos and especially this podcast have been a while, it's because I'm cringe. It's yeah, it's been a whole time. It has been exhausting for everyone involved, not just chemo, which is basically if you're if for some reason you've been living under a rock or you're an alien or whatever, chemo is basically. Make me as vulnerable and as damaged as possible, not in the cool Joker emotional way. Um, More messed up, you know. It's yeah, it's like you know that part in Pathologic One where if there's like if you get an infection rating that's high and then you get caught with a flamethrower, and there's that little bug that occasionally lowers you to like next to no health, but it does cure you from the plague. That's basically what chemotherapy is. Chemotherapy is basically like playing pathologic. Yeah. It's really yeah. difficult. <laughs> and they and make you go to the Russian steps for some reason. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I tried to get all that cow blood and the doctors just weren't having uh, it at all. Uh, Harris Specs is my favourite character. Anyway, um, so yeah, elephant in the room. I went and got myself breast cancer like an absolute goon. Um, I'm doing well. Uh, if you want to... Um, uh, if you want to contribute or like buy me a black series or chuck in like something to my Kofi uh, at Snipe the Sorrow on Twitter, uh, my pin tweet is basically if you want to contribute there, um, you can. Or if you just want to go and say hello and send me a picture of a cat or a picture of a Grogu or a picture of Pedro Pascal, hmm. everything is 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 nice and accepted. You've had you've had some. I'll jump in here. You've had some emails as well. Just just say just send send in. The general foot cancer vibes at you. I lo- okay. So my favorite part about that video, apart from YouTube being like nice cancer, spot on, mate. Yeah. Um, Good what, work. Very uh, very algorithmically uh, inclined. Very video. sigma of you. Do, do this more um, often. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to be doing that. Maybe look at other at, at what subjects have done well with your audience. Like <laughs> ah no. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, I'm also doing a cancer vlog, but episode three is kind of difficult because the NHS 
uh, is being dismantled very violently by the Tory government, whomst I fucking hate. And fund the NHS and... I mean, I don't, I'm not exactly pro-Labour, but I'm very... I'm more anti-Tory than <laughs> yeah. I am anti-Labour. More just very annoyed and tired with Labour. Yeah. And mm. I've got cancer, yep. so you have to do what I say. See, it's working. It's, it's fucking yeah. fantastic. Thanks, YouTube. Um... <laughs> What the fuck was I going to say? That you were, um, that you were doing your, your third part of your vlog. I was going to do the third part of my vlog, because, yeah, uh, on my YouTube channel as well I'm doing that. But it's it's been tricky. Um, there was another thing I was going to say. Well, you were saying something about the NHS being defunded, but you never finished that thought, so I didn't I know I, where I, you were going I with did, that. I did, I did. Fuck, fuck, fuck the Tories. But what, fuck. why? I can't remember. Was was it because of because the the third video is stressful because of like all the nonsense to do with the NHS you're dealing with and it's less good than it should be because of that? Was that where you were going? Something like that, yeah. Okay, so everyone has okay. to be nice to me. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I'll be an interpreter when. Uh... <laughs> thank you. I mean, you are anyway. I don't, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll probably remember it in like an hour, so that'll be fun. Um. But yeah, oh, also, Drummer Matt, uh, yep. Satnav711 says hi. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, a a yeah. Very, le- very lovely gentleman that uh, Wib and Longfang raided the other day on uh, Twitch. Yeah, mm. uh, we've got into the habit of uh, raiding uh, streamers at the end of um, of doing streams. Okay. Oh, that's when you like your stream Twitch channel, like, relays someone else's stream when you're done streaming i I forgot you're a boomer yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah you basically you you take your you take your chat into their chat yeah at the end of your stream you poop into their butt no you do not you could no Mm. that is against twitch's tos is the audio allowed you could do it just off screen yeah, but then just like have a face cam where it's like super zoomed in, and you've got to stay as like uninterested as possible as you're pooping back and forth forever. Anyway, uh, yeah, we raided a guy who um, who it turned out was uh, you know knew who we were and was a fan of the Santhropod. So oh, that's that now. Was that and yeah, he said he said explicitly say hello to you. No, uh, no most Drumblebum. I think he did say Drumblebum actually. Yeah, yeah. true fan. Oh, oh, hi. <laughs> Wow, Matt, make it awkward. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, Satnav. Ah, oh, terrible. But yeah, I think that's all the house cleaning out of the way. Probably, probably, probably. It's yeah. been a while since we podcasted, and I'm not entirely sure how we do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm what do we talk thing- about? Come. Stuff. Right, stuff. What is this podcast about? Come. We should just record the 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 pod come. Misanthra come. No. The Comcast. I bet Comcast. that's actually... Yeah, that, give me a second. That is definitely there is a very, real thing. There is a very famous podcast called Come Town. Come Town. Yeah. That's <laughs> incredible. That is, yeah. I do not... Va- I have never listened to it. I cannot vouch for that podcast. Do not take this as an endorsement or a admonishment. I do not the know. The Comcast podcast, where a podcast about sex, relationships, fuck ships, situations and everything in between... Okay. I got. I got to give the Comcast a listen. I'm sorry. That that's too. I hope funny. they have a. I hope they have a jingle. I hope they have like a really like 80s kind of like everything. Guitar. So come 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 come. Oh no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> 
going well. It's going well. Uh, shall I start my bit? Yeah, where, what have you been doing for the last um, three fucking two months? Or something? Three months. Thoughts yeah. on I checked. Tom? The last the last podcast came out on the first of August, but that means we Fuck recorded me. it. I don't know. I think it was towards the start of July, to be honest. So <laughs> probably, yeah. It did yeah. take a while. one did take a while to come out. And we were talking um, about stuff we've done at the beginning come. of May. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk about uh, some stuff what I've done in the intervening mm. time uh, to some degree of uh, accuracy. Yeah. Uh, because some of it's a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll start with something new uh, because I watched it um, uh, today. Well, most of it today. Uh, which is there's a new Transformers series out. <laughs> This has vibes of haven't done your homework. What shall I talk about on the podcast? Uh, 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 Transformers. Yeah, no, uh, there's a new series called Earthspark. Uh, uh, you just know come what's, out. what's funny? Okay. Going back to what Matt's just said. This does smack of, oh, you haven't done your homework. So the thing is, you could make up that this thing is new and neither of us would fucking know. <laughs> yeah, You'd be like, was... uh, there's a new Transformers movie that came out today called Transformers Earth Spark Op- Optimus Prime. Oh no, for the new thing and... coming out, they call it Robots in Disguise. Whenever they don't know what to call something, they call it Robots in Disguise, which is why it's like okay, 15 that... things called that. I love you, but that's <laughs> yeah. fucking irrelevant. I'm saying that you're making it up on the spot because you haven't done your homework. So, and, and if you did just make up a whole new Transformers series, we wouldn't know. Okay. Because we're outside kissing girls on the mouth, but not right now because COVID, but you know what I mean. And I'm immunocompromised, but you know what I mean. I mean, you have seen some of the series. I I have shown you some clips, so you know it exists. Yeah, but was I paying attention? No, definitely. <laughs> and could and could you have told like told told the difference between that and other Transformers series? Maybe. I mean, the kids look a bit uncanny valley. It does, but that could have just been from a Johnny Johnny like video or something. Okay, what what is this new series? Is it a cartoon animated thingy? It is a uh, it is an a and it's animated. Yes, um, okay. it's it's all CGI because that's just how they do Transformers stuff these days. Mm. Um, and I say these days, I mean since what was Armada the last traditionally animated? Yeah, one? I, yeah, I think it was Armada. She's in like two thousand like four or something. It was Yamada. Um. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> Thanks for joining me. <laughs> but look, um, I, the, look, there is a certain degree of quality that the misanthropod listeners don't expect, and I need to keep it okay, below yeah. their bar. <laughs> this this isn't a triumphant return. This is just like this is a win. Oh, a it's still happening. It's like, oh, these people are still <laughs> crying for help. They've been away and they have learned nothing. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Transformers Earthspark, the new series, it came out literally, like, I think I think it started airing in the UK, like, a couple of days ago yeah, or something. Yeah, it goes to a different school, you probably haven't seen it. Um, and yeah, it's it's an interesting one in that it is one of the things that they occasionally do where they have a series that is set after the Great War. World um, War One. Well, after the Great Cybertronian War. Um... I'm remembering why these podcasts were so long. Um, <laughs> wow, I have cancer. So uh, trying to be nice to me. So it, it's it's basically the set around uh, it's it's on Earth and the whole Autobots coming to to Earth and having their war thing happened in the past. Um, so everyone knows what Transformers are. In fact, the dad of the main characters is like a Transformers historian and just like he's a big fan like he's a big fan of like learning about them. He's he's actually a Bumblebee fanboy. So so he's Thu Adams. 
Kind of. Uh, actually, I'd say he's a historian, so he's more Christmas feeling. Um, oh, okay, uh, pardon my ignorance. <laughs> um, and these kids, um, a pair of kids, they fall into this like cave, and they touch an artifact. And two new Transformers are birthed, and these are Transformers of Earth. They are not Cybertronians, and effectively, they're just like kid Transformers. Whilst um, the classic Transformers are kind of all knocking around, mm. uh, trying to sort of maintain sort of um, a peace on Earth because the war is over. So, like Megatron and Optimus Prime are working together, like as friends. That's that's pretty big of them. Um, and honestly, Megatron comes across as the more principled one. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is which is uh, fun. Uh, Optimus Prime is voiced by um, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. We've oh, had this. We've had this conversation many times. Tudyk. Tudyk. I've seen him say it at a convention. It's okay. Tudyk. Ah, okay. okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That was. That, I think. I think we had this conversation on the podcast many years ago. I don't think we had a de- definitive thing. answer though, right? Yeah. We, we no, just, we didn't. We, we did we, not at we, the we time. Did, we just ended up saying to dick or not to dick for a while, and then <laughs> yeah. to dick or not to dyke. Yeah. Well, mm, well. <laughs> so to dyke, to dick, to dick, to dick. Yes, to dick. Okay. To anyway, to you, it's, to dick. It's to that one. To me, it's that bloke voice game. So that's fun. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's fun because it's got um, Elita One in it from uh, the beginning, who's uh, one of the early female bots um, who was... Oh, great. They made it political. <laughs> who was uh, who's just like a main <laughs> character from the get-go, uh, which is nice. Mm. Um, RC's in it too, uh, in a pink Cadillac uh, Honestly, alt mode, which is pretty I, great. That's incredible. I'm, I remember you saying you, you can't believe that no one thought of that before, and I'm like, yeah. same... Like she's a pink car. Why has she never been like a pink Cadillac before? So that, good. Like, of course. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's pretty fun. It's it's a kids show, so you know you go into it with that that kind of level of of expectation. But yep. um, but yeah, no, it, it's fun. It's very cute and like has lots of little wholesome moments, like that um, because the new bots are effectively also kind of kids. Uh, they're just living with these these humans, and they so they refer to the mum and dad as mum and dad. And there's just something about a transformer saying like, oh, it's like "I'm going out with mum." Like, is just something really cute about that? That is that is so adorable. <laughs> and like them that. getting distracted from their transformers training because a cute cow was there, and they <gasps> want to pet the cow. I want to pet the cow. The cow uh, was very and cute. Yeah, no, it, it, it's sort of, it's embracing the thing that um, the comics discovered a long time ago, that as well as the big intergalactic war stuff. Uh, people also just really like the kind of slice of life things with them, and there's just something kind of fun about having uh, these alien things that you kind of perceive as just being there to fight. But them actually like just existing and having like interpersonal relationships and things that's just kind of quaint and yeah. and nice and it's just a, a, a odd avenue to find it and because you're not expecting it it kind of just works out really well. No, that's really but cool. yeah. No, I, I've, I've been enjoying it. It's uh, it's nice. Speaking at the opposite end of the spectrum of um, of TV shows, I've also yeah. been watching Andor. I have heard good things okay. and I really do want to watch it but I am not 100% spoon wise right now 
It is a show so, that requires spoons. I mean, okay. I love Rogue One. I've seen that movie mm. once, and I'm probably never going to see it again because I cried so hard at mm-hmm. that fucking movie. It, the emotional fucking throat punch it delivered to me. I don't know if I have the spoons to watch that yeah. again. So you don't watch a whole series of it. Yeah, like, um, but I everything I've heard of it, I'm like, I will love this series in like three years when mm. I finally get around to it. What I can say is that it's a it's a thing where you're watching it and you're going. My God, this is this is a Star Wars that yep. very much understands the nature of authoritarian regimes <laughs> and oh, wait, how do you have to make Star Wars political and how revolutions start to form um, and it treats those things seriously and there's some just absolutely amazing moments in it. A, a recent one is. Um, there's one episode that has two great kind of speeches by two characters. One of which is Andy Serkis, who shows up not in a suit or in a mocap thing, or doing, or a, doing silly a silly accent, and just gets to just act his fucking ass off, and he's great. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it has it has your fan service in there where you go, wait, is that ship in the background? That ship? Ooh, ooh, that ship's an that was a bit of concept art for like like Star Wars in the seventies, and they finally put it in in a live action thing. That's cool. That um, is cool. But also, it's um, yeah, just genuinely great. But it's like fucking grim at times. I mean, um, it's going to be. And on a lighter point, uh, there was a thing in the most recent episode which came out uh, today. Um, I have no idea. As I said before, I'm not sure when this video, or this uh, podcast will come out. Um, may- maybe depending on on uh, how long I sleep for after this, uh, it might even come out tonight. Who knows? Or maybe because I've been off my SSRIs for six months plus, that I'll actually have the uh, executive function to do it. Yeah, maybe because I've actually been able to do things lately. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, SSRIs. S- Okay, I am not a physician. I am not a medical professional. This is purely anecdotal. Like, I, n- no, no joke. I'm not fucking around. Like, seriously, this might even just be psychosomatic. But I have noticed that since I've come off my antidepressants, which are apparently they can apparently severely um, enhance ADHD um, problems. Mm. Which again, mm. I have not been. I have not been formally diagnosed with ADHD. Not for because, all the trying. Um, <laughs> not going to get started on that again because I'm going to be mad. Um, but I did notice that when I was up to 200 mils, I couldn't do anything. My executive dysfunction was crippling. And since coming off them, I have regained mm. some executive function, which has helped my depression and my mental health a lot. And you're on just different medication now. That well, I'm not on any different. antidepressants. No, you're on um, on anti-anxiety meds. I'm on anti, uh, beta blockers, uh, propanolol, mm. which is a um, uh, as-needed, uh, up to a certain amount, dosage a day, anti-anxiety medication. what I also have. Yes. Mm. Anyway, um, me- mental health, il- uh, mental illness aside, let's go back to Andor, the super fun, happy, like, joy um, show. Yeah, no, I was going to say, <laughs> one thing I, I really, really appreciated in the most recent episode is something that I, I kind of didn't realise how much I'd, I would, uh, I didn't realise how much I'd appreciate you seeing it. You got to it. see Diego's butt. No. I mean, I, I mean Cassian's butt. <laughs> 
Sorry. Um, no, it was um, a part that I won't spoil anything about it, but um, you know how in Star Wars there's this this kind of like thing that, that uh, doesn't get talked about much, um, and when they do, they did it really badly in Solo, um, about um. how droids are treated like fucking shit. Even by heroic characters, even, even though, though they're very obviously sentient, they're sentient feeling creatures, feeling creatures um, but are treated so throwaway to the point that sometimes it's kind of uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, they there is a bit in the most recent episode of um, someone treating a droid with like a degree of like compassion that honestly was lovely, and um, and it was like. That's just, I, I didn't know how much I needed to see that in this world because I'm so used to people just being shits to droids all the time. <laughs> Even when they're not, they are. You just kind of accept it as a bit of a conceit of the universe that they just are going to be dickheads to droids even mm. though it's really messed up that they are. Yeah. And so, yeah, and it's... Yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just like, oh, it's really nice to see. That, 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 that really really made me happy hmm. uh, to see that. Even if the, the circumstances of how it happens are pretty, are pretty not fun. But that was nice to see. Um, oh, also speaking of Star Wars, also what was it? Tales of the Jedi that came out as well. Yeah, I need to watch that, but uh, but I need to watch like Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, you can watch all Long of it except for the, you can watch all of them except for the last two episodes. Yeah, uh, because Cause that's just around Little Soko. Because uh, the early ones are different stories that are set pre Clone Wars. Yeah, um, and the last couple are set. After the Clone Wars. You see, this, okay, I think part of my reticence to watch Clone Wars isn't because I don't like Clone Wars, because Clone Wars is fucking great. Mm. It's really good. And holy shit, who knew Anakin actually had a fucking personality? <laughs> Certainly didn't in the movies. George Lucas needs a rolled up fucking newspaper on that snout of his. Yeah. <laughs> but like... <laughs> It's like it's like watching Andor. I know where that ends up. It's like, oh, Soka's really good friends with Rex. Mm, okay, I know what happens, <laughs> and that's going to fucking this. It's like you. Ah, oh, you know what I want? Pain. I want to hurt more. Hurt me more. Those last four episodes of Clone Wars are so fucking good. I know. They're so fucking I know, good. But I just. I get it. I am I afraid it. of hurt. Mm. <laughs> All I'll tell you is that, and I love her so Rex much. shows up in later series. I know. So, but it's okay. You know, at, at the same time, contextually, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, fucking hell, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tales of the Jedi's uh, again. It kind of weirdly grim, especially like with that and Andor, like mm. both being coming out at the same time, uh, and it's like oof. This we is... we need a Star Wars series that's going to basically yeah. be She-Hulk, but, but 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 with a male main character so people can like it. <laughs> I did watch She-Hulk as well. Which is <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get my bite in there. She-Hulk is Yeah, all my right. teeth yeah. are still feeling fine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not perfect, but I it's fun enough. Does its I, job. It's okay, lo- occasionally, occasionally great. I love Tatiana Maslany so much. Uh, massive fan of her from Orphan Black, mm. where it was just like that woman carried an entire series for like it was like three series, and then they just kind mm. of they wrote themselves into a corner, and it started getting really fucking stupid, mm. and I couldn't watch it anymore. Also, Michael Mando was the uh, the dickhead boyfriend yeah, for the was, first yeah. couple of seasons, yeah. uh, Vic, which he tur- he just turned into a fucking punchline. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, and she played four different characters 
uh, like four plus characters. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought there more clones than that. There, there are more. Uh, uh, and she did so fucking well. Mm. And honestly, she's a joy to watch. Mm. Yeah, no, like, yeah. Um, She-Hulk wasn't amazing or anything, but like I say, it had a few moments that were really quite, really quite fun. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was almost... I just like Daredevil doing the walk of shame. Daredevil doing the walk of shame was pretty great. <laughs> it's like, hey, <laughs> Matt, was... Matt, where you been, mate? <laughs> What you went up to, Murdoch? You dirty yeah, boy. I was pretty good. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so yeah, I was just saying yeah. Tells the Jedi a little a little bit grim, but also kind of fills in a few little bits of um, detail from somewhere. Like, what the fuck ever happened to Yaddle? Oh, that's what the fuck happened to Yaddle. Um, yeah, I saw it in the Star Wars subreddit people being like, "So, are we all in agreement that Yaddle made the biggest mistake in in the entirety of the universe?" Yeah, pretty much. It's uh yeah um but it's still it's still it's still good I enjoyed it uh seeing uh Dooku um fucking <laughs> go through his whole thing is uh, is neat to see uh moving on to the other uh big franchise with Star in the title uh I I've done a bunch of Star Trek stuff um mainly played an absolute metric fuck ton of Star Trek online well there was a Halloween event. Uh, there was a Halloween event. And uh, that is one you, thing now I did. at the beginning of Dungeons, you turn into a kitty. I can turn into a cat now, yes. Uh, because nice. I did the Halloween uh, event stuff. Turn into a black kitty. Yeah, like I, kitty. Actually, yeah I've, uh, I, I actually kind of understand the game a lot better now than when I played it years ago. Um, I've actually uh, spent some money on it. Um, I mean, the amount of hours you, you've you pumped into it. I it, played it for like 350 hours, uh, chucking them a little bit uh, of money to buy a ship that I wanted that gave me some fancy abilities. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's a free-to-play game. So, you know, I, I up yeah. to that point had literally got hundreds of hours out of it. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm happy to spend it. I mean, I'm not happy to spend it. I want it for free. But, you know, I... <laughs> I mean, preferably, yeah. I think most things should I be could, free. I could justify it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've been enjoying that. It uh, does some fun stuff with some characters where it kind of gives them a bit of closure in ways I really like. I really enjoyed what they did with um, Sela's story arc. Uh, it's probably Is like... Is that Tashiel's daughter? Yes. Yes. Haha, um, I know Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought that, that was kind of... Uh, it, it was it was nice. Um uh, and uh, it sort of uh, did some stuff with Tashiar as well that was also kind of nice because um, her character went through some shit because she literally dared to ask for a pay rise. Pretty much. Um, How dare you, Tar Monstered? Uh, I think it was. Oh, I thought it was more that uh, she basically said, "You're not doing anything with my character, so I'm done with this," and left. I think, that was, I think maybe that I've heard tinglings of both. I, so. I think him. I'm, I'm not saying for certain, but that did happen to a lot of other people. Mm. Uh, I, uh, whereas I, my my understanding is that she was just sick of not having anything to do uh, other than stand other at than, the back you know, of frame. Data. Oh yeah, no, that. Too. Um, but it's, uh, but yeah, so been having fun with that. Um, also got through. Um, Oh, oh, new series of Lower Decks. Uh, that was out. The whole of the third season of Lower Decks um, continues to be fucking great. Love it. Um, f- fucking great. There's an episode they go to DS9. F- fucking amazing. And somehow, uh, because the show is as good as it is, all of the fan service for DS9 um, was not was was like a fun addition to the bit I really cared about in the episode, which was just stuff happening with the main cast. 
which I think is a way to use fan service that's great because it's not entirely reliant on that fan service. The fan service is almost incidental. Um, yeah, no, great. Um, first thing is the first episode uses um, like fucking music from First Contact, and I was like, oh yeah, that's good, that's good shit. <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, Lower Decks is great. Also watched, um, finally got around to watching Strange New Worlds, the series which follows Captain Pike, the captain of the Enterprise before Kirk. Who I got your mum super thirsty about. Um, oh, Anson Mount is a very pretty guy. Um, actually, just... You see, ed- like, 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 long friend, uh, long friend. A long friend. Our, our, our dear friend, long fang, uh, has been sending me pictures and I'm like, he's fine. Who's the guy with the mustache in the background? And he literally went snipe for fuck's sake. Because that's like Kirk's brother. Kirk's and I'm brother. like, damn yeah. it! <laughs> <laughs> Still. No. Respectfully. Um, hello. Really, uh, Strange New like Strange New World scratches the itch that Discovery wasn't able to. Because Discovery is set in these very serialized things. So each season is an arc of X amount of episodes where they go from point A to point B, they tell a story. There's no room to have, like, one random episode be a filler episode because they're trying to tell one long story. There's no Planet of the Week stuff. Strange New Worlds is a Planet of the Week week thing where they're just having Star Trek adventures and because of that kind of format, there is overarching stuff that's happening, but... Each episode is pretty standalone. So they can just have... They can have a body swap episode. They can have shenanigans episodes. And it's full of... of all, all the actors are, like, just... be Just pulling amazing jobs at being just really likeable. And Pike's um, quarters are... So you know when you see something in a sci-fi and you go, oh, I want to... That'd be nice nice to go there. It looks so comfy and nice. Pike's fucking quarters are the most comfy, like, like cosy-looking place. It's like retro-futuristic with a fucking fireplace. It looks that's, so cosy. That's, that's not quarters. That's a fuck pad. Yeah, I want to... He's, he's got like a kitchen, like a, a kitchen where he he's... Could, where he could pour you some, some white wine. Like... <laughs> having like meetings with his officers and he's like making them breakfast oh my god it's such a cozy show i fucking love it and then it'll have an episode that absolutely gut punches you oh it's great strange new world's fucking amazing um i also did watch season four of discovery and i i want to say because i remember when going i've been going through each season of discovery on this podcast Mm -hmm. and my i started off Really not liking it, and I slowly warmed every, up. Every every Star Trek's first season is a bit fuck. Apart from Strange New Worlds, it's just fucking amazing. Worlds. Although, admittedly, it did kind of get its soft pilot in Discovery season two. So, and was it bad? I mean, the bits the bits with them weren't no. Uh, no. Uh, and I, I want I, I would like to report that. Um. Since now we have Strange New Worlds do the Planet of the Week thing, and Discovery is set with how with being. We're gonna have each season be a you know a season long arc, and that's what this one's gonna be. Um, I'm happy to report that Discovery has now just become unambiguously no caveats. Fucking great. Nice. Like <laughs> season four is just great, and 
I'm I was sitting there complaining that I wanted Planet of the Week episodes, but honestly, they wouldn't work in this. Yeah, they... you, you you did want Planet of the Week episodes, but you didn't realize you didn't want them in that show. Yeah, that's a good way to put. That. I mean, they could have done it, but be, because mm, they're yeah. not doing the Planet of the Week, they're now and and they've got it set in a completely different thing because spoilers for like two seasons ago but there was a time jump like a thousand years in the future so now all the continuity stuff where they like were constantly making problems for themselves by painting themselves into a corner of like oh we're gonna like do things with like continuity that aren't just annoying like for like if you're gonna be a nerd about it reasons but like actively make things hard harder to explain and work around um they just went no fuck it we're just setting it a thousand years in the future we're just making our own fucking show now and yeah it's completely <laughs> best way to live it, it, the ending of of season four is the sort of like the only way i can describe it is it's the sort of thing that you get got in like the tos era movies but like with the kind of scope that is allowed by modern modern kind of uh, special effects and stuff and it's just really cool. And um, on Discovery, where... um, I'm sure it is because you've watched it and you wouldn't do anything else. Can you now watch that in the UK? Or is it still weird? Yeah, you have to have Paramount Plus to watch it now. Okay, but you can get that in the UK now. Because for, for a time, you couldn't legally watch it in the UK. And it was like, what do yes. you want from us? Which yeah. is why I'd like to thank uh, our sponsor today, Surfshark. No, we're not sponsored <laughs> by them. Surfshark, give us money, though. Oh, we, we have been offered uh, things by several VPNs uh, over the years. And yeah, because it's forget... like 800 of them, and it's like it's either that or Squarespace <laughs> yeah. or fucking Patreon supplies. So, you know. Um, and only one of those we had to tell to stop fucking emailing us. Yeah, we like... But anyway, yeah, no, Discovery is, has now just become unambiguously good genuinely fucking great season four uh that along with the lower decks being great and strange new worlds being great it's a good it's, it's a good time to touch be wood, a, touch a wood, star touch trek wood, fan oh my god fucking don't say it too loud they'll hear you like uh I've, I've even watched a bit of prodigy which is the kids show they made recently um doesn't feel necessarily very star trekky i've seen some people say it actually feels more like Clone Warsy, and I kind of get that. That's um, not, and that's not a negative. It's not a negative. I need to watch more of it because I've only watched the first two episodes mm. um, to give a full summation. But that seems pretty, pretty decent. Um, and since I'm the one person that did not hate Picard season two, like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I don't know. The, the pilot was in there, so how could you hate it? He was <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, a very good character. Love that character. My favorite good, character. Love him. Good, good times in Star Trek land for me. Yeah. Um, also, uh, speaking of things that are, you know, I've been a lifelong fan of. Uh, I played through the uh, remake of Final Fantasy VII, or more accurately, the part one of it, because it's being released as like three games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to get to oh, yeah. what, do, what, what do you think? Well. So I went into it um, and I knew I didn't like the combat system very much because I, I Final Fantasy VII is my favourite game of all time. So it not being a turn-based game, um, it being uh, a kind of real-time kind of... Sl- like you, you go in and you slice and you dodge and you block 
and then you pull up a menu to cast spells and do special actions and stuff. It's the sort of hybrid thing they've been doing with Final Fantasy for a while, and I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I kind of would prefer more more straight action game or more turn-based, but of the ones I've played that have used it, this has been a smooth. Uh, this one of the smoother applications of it. And because I knew I wasn't really a fan of it, I just said it on the easier combat modes and was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to go through because I just want to see how they manage the story. Mm. And uh, the answer was um, generally pretty great. They fleshed out. I just like it how they gave Cloud a personality. They gave Ares a personality. Yeah. Um, like, like, they actually, like, I always hated Ares because she was literally cardboard. She was... She was the anime perfect girl in the way that she never had anything bad to say. She was so agreeable and was a nice, quiet little girl. And I, yeah, you I know what I mean? Which is like, not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but when every single character is that, it's a bit fucking mm. tedious. Even when they're supposed to be a big mm. badass like Tifa. They are, and yeah. Tifa didn't have much more personality. Mm. But, like, yeah, and that, that was one of my biggest problems with it, mm. is that the car- characters were a bit cardboard. Uh, apart from Sid, who was perfect in every, every regard, and I am not <laughs> taking any criticism or questions on that. Um, <laughs> I have a type, yeah. okay? <laughs> no, they, they've, yeah, yeah, they've really fleshed out a lot of the characters in ways that I, I quite like. Like, yeah, Cloud, no, well done. Cloud is a bit more engaged with things around him because he's kind of too, in the original, he's quite aloof for such a big portion of the game. Um, and they show a lot more cracks in that earlier on. Well, um, he's he's more apparently got PTSD, so that's <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and and yeah, Ares has got a bit more bite to her, um, which just makes I, her a I, much more interesting I love character. Her. I love Ares. Um, well, Aerith. Oh yeah, she they've officially even in the English version she is Aerith now. But mm. I am old, so I still will call her Ares all the time. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there's a lot of like story things they've changed or expanded, and without giving any spoilers, if you have not played it, um, they have pretty firmly established by uh, a thing that happens as you escape Midgar. Um, because spoilers, you escape Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, a game from nineteen ninety fucking seven. Um, <laughs> Some people weren't born then. I know, and that is terrifying to me. <laughs> um, but uh, but they basically. Like me, I was like three years old when the game came out. Yes, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they established that uh, all bets are off as regards of what they will change. To be fair, they did change the um, the market. Quite a bit. But oh, War Market is War- radically different. And honestly, I'm kind of glad because that could have been really fucking gross. It could get real dicey and they, they just made it, they, they fucking knocked it out of the park. There's it also- literally a scene with like, um, the, like, the, the, the owner of the honeybee in with Cloud that I was giggling mm. with sheer delight about. It was, Honestly, I love it. There, there is also a part that I will give one. I will give one one joke away that is in the game because I fucking love it. Which is when when Tifa encounters Cloud 
in uh, when he's he's snuck in to well, when he's, um, he's 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 been uh, he's dressed up as a lady when he's he's all, he's all in his nice dress and she realizes that it's cloud and she's like wait cloud you're and Cloud just responds, yeah, nailed it, I know, moving on. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no, look, looking great, nailed it, I know, thank yeah. you, moving on. And it's just like, that's, that. oh my God, Cloud, is that a personality? Cloud just having a bit more, a bit more of a, uh, a again, again, it's characters kind of having a bit more banter with each other, uh, Is which, because it's fully voiced, that's, that's something that's, it's a lot harder to do in text, like, yeah. and especially text and translated um, at a time when games didn't get quite as much lavish localization as they do now yeah um so you know it's certain and you know just certain things that they were able to bring in from the old uh from the old um like things you just don't expect like oh that enemy type that enemy type was fucking weird what the hell was the hell house and not only do they bring (laughs) the hell house back they make it a fucking feature they make it a feature where other people watching the fight are actively going what the fuck is this it's a fucking house (laughs) you are fighting a house and then like an hour later you're walking through like the fucking town and someone who knows what happened in that fight turns around and goes I'm sorry you're saying that they fought a house (laughs) and it's like that's the funniest fucking thing yeah, really nice. I've re- ever seen <laughs> really nice remixes of songs, new music as well that fits in really well. Um, I will say there, it's it's wild that um, there were in the whole game. Um, like there's things that you know, I because because I have nostalgia for the old game. There's some parts that like I kind of prefer in the old game. Some parts I prefer in the new game, and like. Overall, I still like the original better, but also, I mean, you, it's you know, going to be really too really much difficult. Not too much nostalgia, too much bias in there to mm-hmm. fairly fairly judge them. Um, but weirdly, the one part that I thought I, I thought unambiguously the old game did better is specifically the cutscene where spoilers for the next fifteen seconds if you haven't played it. Uh, where the plate is dropped on Sector 7. And in the original, that is done without music. It is quite um, And it's, you just see it dropped on the people and it's like this very grim thing. And it put, it pans up to President Shinra observing the mass death he has just called dispassionately as you hear that he is listening to music he's just listening to some classical music as it goes off um and that's quite it's always struck me as like a point where they were like no you're going to recognize how fucked up what just happened is in the remake um it has um action music to it and then uh it's the for some reason the goofiest character in the game comes in and kind of has a why god why moment and you're like not the time not the time for that um so it's just weird how that that moment was handled better in the older game i felt despite having much less access to technology uh to make it good and i don't know it's, it's weird that that was one part but like in nearly every other regard when they hacked when they did something that was you know, handled the same kind of way, the new one was able to, you know, use modern technology to tell the story a bit more effectively. Um, and at the very least, there's a lot of stuff where um, it's, you know, there's now my head cannons uh, for things in the original game. OT3. Um, like that, yes, 
uh, Ares, Tifa, and Cloud. Um, are in an OT3. They're, uh, in, they're in a poly relationship, yeah. and they're, they all love each other very much, and it's beautiful. <laughs> Like there was a few parts in the in the, like where I saw people talking like before I played it where they're going like, so Ares and Tifa have got a thing, right? And I'm like, it's just shipping. People do that. Like it doesn't mean there's anything in the game. Well, it's like these two characters were seen wearing like drinking the same beverage. They're fucking. Which yeah. is like I don't, I used to care a lot where back when I was an insufferable fucking idiot. I don't anymore. Because just people having fun, just whatever. people having fun, whatever, um, doesn't matter. But I went after playing it. I was like, you know, it's not the intention. I know it's not the intention. But, but damn, but the, if that don't come across. But like there that. are a couple of bits in the game where I'm like, actually, I kind of see where they are coming from from interpreting mm-hmm. it like that. Uh-oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's good. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm a little bit pissed off that the next one doesn't is, have a release date. Uh, is coming out in I think 2024 sometime mm, or late you know, 20, really? 2023. Yeah. Um, oh bloody hell! And, it, and it, this it's not it's been out a while as well. It's not like it's, it's been only out. just yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean to be fair, I did it did take me like 30 hours to beat this one, so it's not like the short. Bearing in mind, it takes about 40 hours to beat Final Fantasy VII, like and 100 percent it. So um, there's a lot of content in this one instalment. Uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the next one's not coming out for a while and also is a PS5 exclusive, at least to begin with. And I'm not buying a fucking PS5, A, cause I wouldn't even know where to fucking find one and B, <laughs> um, are there still supply problems with the PS5? I don't know. Who knows? Um, but I'm not buying things, a whole yeah, PS5 yeah. for one game. That <laughs> yeah. is not happening. I'm Hopefully... not doing that for, for one game and I already have an unbearable weight of massive talent machine. <laughs> I don't need another one. The, P- the PS4 finally pulling its weight by letting me play uh, Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, it's going to be a PS5 exclusive. Hopefully, it will get a PC port at some point, which is probably how I'm going to eventually play it. Like probably two years after that, so I'm basically going to be waiting until like 2026 to play the next installment or some shit. <laughs> so that's annoying. Um, but yeah, uh, that aside, I really enjoyed the remake. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, I, what else have I done? I played a lot of Satisfactory because yeah, mm. I still haven't played it because you're a fake to. gamer. I am I f- absolutely. No, I don't even know if I count as a fake game anymore because I don't even claim it anymore. Wow, you're not even like, a gamer anymore. No. When mate. was the last time you even said a racial slur? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck gamers. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to say, Matt, is that I spent several hours uh, yesterday um, figuring out the finer points of train signalling in Satisfactory, so you oh, know, so that, that I could sounds, automate I a it, multi-train satisfactory. system. It was indeed very. Uh, anyway, both of you just stop being so fucking English for five minutes, please. It's killing me. I've been talking for way too I'm long. About to get colonised again. I have been talking for way too long. Yeah. So, Matthew, please tell me what you have been doing in the last quarter of a year since we've recorded no, the podcast. No, don't say it like that because I've been racking my brains trying to think of something. I also don't say it like that because, sorry, I've got cancer. <laughs> oh, yeah, seeing as one of us is sick like a fucking nerd. I was more just putting uh, a lot of pressure on Matt. Uh, it was more my vibe. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. Drama Matt, how fucking dare you? Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I've, thought, I've uh, thought of a few things. Um, 
not much. Seemingly, our our go to thing at the moment with not getting much sleep is like we'll just about get everything for a calm evening state, and we'll just then sit down, eat loads of chocolate, and go to bed really early. And that's basically been our like, problem. Feels like we're like preparing to hibernate or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, you're get building up that that plug. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate mm, delicious. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, hate knowledge. <laughs> uh, we've done a few things though. First off, you'll be very glad to know that you've timed this podcast recording very well because the car finished last night, so therefore it's all been and gone. So I, I'm not going to really go on about that. Apart from ah, uh, yes, crap this year. The large colonizing <laughs> oven uh, removal. Um, I'm thesaurus. Oh. Thesor- uh, words yeah. you were you were trying to use synonyms yeah. so you wouldn't have to say a title and were they making synonym bleep, roles bleep it out. yeah 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 because we were literally yeah. talking about this like a week ago and how we i was just like this is one of my favorite jokes ever because it makes no fucking sense it's pointless and stupid and that's my humor apparently <laughs> but yes but yeah, that's been a good. Oh, we did watch the Sandman. Did you watch Sandman? That's a oh, relatively yeah, new yeah. thing that we can talk about. I did watch Sandman. It was it was very good. Yeah, we well we started. We watched the first few episodes and we're like, this is kind of crap. It was like kind of cheesy, but not in like a fun way. We found it. We just I think spo- uh, spoilers by the end of it. We really enjoyed it. Um, hmm. So I can justify saying this because without getting hate from people who like it. I mean, Gwendolyn but- Christie is a fucking like queen, and I would I would oh, absolutely happily watch anything with her in because she's incredible but like but i think up until because what, what episode was it that she was in or like the main one with when he like goes to hell it was like halfway mm. through or something ish yeah it's, it's a few it's a few episodes yeah because even up until that point we were watching that and we're like this is just a bit weird and we just couldn't i don't know if we just couldn't get on the same like page as it or couldn't quite get i don't know it was just it felt kind no, of I... cheesy and naff I, I do understand there is a certain co- vibe to it that I feel you you do kind of have to like key into its wavelength a little bit, and yeah. I think it does take a little bit to do that at the start. And even up, up until that point, like the fight that they have in that, where it's just like they're just playing like top trumps or whatever, and just saying my number's big. Oh, this is a big. It was it was number one. I think I put it on on Twitter. <laughs> they were basically playing visual number one. Yeah. They are, yeah. They're just saying random things, and then the other one says another random thing that beats it, and then the other one says a random thing until one of them decides to not say any more random things. Like, it just, like, we were watching, like, what is this? I have a dinosaur that eats force-filled dogs. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, but it wasn't done in, like, a... I don't know, there'd there'd be quite a sort of fun way they could have done that, and it wasn't, it was, like, done, like, trying to be all serious and emotional, and it was just such a silly thing. I don't know, up until about that point, and I don't know what changed when it got to the sort of second half of the series, and I don't know if it, if if the series sort of, it felt like the vibe changed, but I don't know if that's true or whether we just sort of got onto its page and got, got up to speed with it. Mm. I don't know, but by the end of it, we really enjoyed it, and now looking back at it, my like memories of what having watched it are like really good and thinking, oh, that was a really good series. But I definitely have distinct memories of watching the first being like, well, I suppose we should carry on just to see what happens, but like, we're not... What really enjoying it? I don't know. It was it's it was a really interesting one, and I can't work out why, so I can't really talk about no, it. No, makes I, sense. I um, do one hundred percent understand that. I didn't uh, like when watching it. I didn't have quite as strong a mm. feeling of of like. Well, it wasn't like we not... weren't hating it. We were watching it. We were yeah, just but like, I, well, but I mean, I was fine, like, I, I was like, um, 
Oh, I, I, I was enjoy, I was enjoying it. Like I was engaged to watch, watch each episode, but I, I one hundred percent get what you mean that it, it, there's, there is some getting used to it. Um, mm. Although I do, I don't know if you know. It's, it's, what I find really interesting is that each episode is an adaptation of an individual comic book. So it's yeah. Well, that's that we kind of yeah we've yeah. got that a bit. So hence why. Yeah. Which is why its its uh, its structure is a little unusual because it means yeah they'll have like a couple of episodes that are like this is a contained story and then there'll mm. be a couple of episodes that are another contained story that can sort of be watched in isolation if you want. Um, like yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I enjoyed the last two. What we enjoyed is the, right at the end of the series is like bonus episodes that aren't really yes. related. Oh yes. Because we <laughs> knew it was based on a comic. We're like, well, quite often comics just do that. They just go off and do yeah. something else just to, for, the, for the fuck of it. I, I don't know. But if you were watching it not knowing it was a comic and you were just watching it as if it was like a new TV series and then saw these like bonus episodes that are completely <laughs> unrelated at the end, I just, we were just picturing people watching it and be like, what the, why is there cats? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, the way that was released is that uh, basically... They uh, like they, the series was was done, and everyone was like, "Ah, the last episode was was good." And then they were like, "Oh, surprise! There's one more episode." <laughs> yeah, but double surprise. It's not about the series that you've been. Yeah, watching. they were they were like, "It's just stuff that wouldn't fit in the series, but we wanted yeah. to make." So here, have yeah. an extra episode of just a couple of like one-off stories. And it's like, oh, fun. And I, yeah. I, I, you know, knowing that's what it was going into. Obviously, I wasn't like confused by it, so I knew exactly what it was. But it's like, oh, that's an interesting way to do things. Hmm. It's like yeah, a bonus yeah. feature almost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. If you had, it, if you had it on DVD, that would be a that'd be on the on the like second disc. Yeah. Or wh- however that used to work, I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, we we ended up really enjoying it. Although I'm intrigued just to see because they've said that they're going to do another series. Hmm. Well, so shitloads of comics. So. so I'm intrigued as to if it sort of continues on that proje- trajectory, and we can sort of go mm. into it, enjoying it as much as we got into it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do can I can I ask for your personal description of the expression that the character of Dream has throughout the like series? Cat's ass. You see, I also went with the cat's sort of pouty. Like I don't know, it was weird. Like I know in the comic they've they've got to go for the look because the look in the comic I don't I didn't it's Robert the Smith, comics, yeah. but it's it well, yeah it's Robert Smith, but it's such an iconic look. Yeah, they couldn't completely go away from it because everyone would kick off. Mm. But the way that they sort of half did it, but it didn't do it too much. He just looks like a bit emo, but not like <laughs> interesting. I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why. That's genuinely one of the reasons why it took us a little mm. while to get into it because it sort of looked a bit like I don't know, childish. That's not quite the right word I'm looking for. I I I, I think I know what you mean. But uh, he's like, yeah. My my description of him that I gave was also cat's ass based, uh, mm. but it was that I I said that his expression looks like a cat has just farted in his face. Mm. And that's the expression okay. he's pulling, like, 90% of yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fucking... Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a weird show, isn't it? It's, it's a weird yeah, show. but it's good. I did really enjoy it. It, it. it is good. It is flawed, but it is good. And, I, and for some reason, uh, when you think about how much you enjoyed it... Um, you kind of just forget about the things that are a bit rough about the first couple of episodes. That's just mm. apparently a thing the show has. On us, at least. Yeah. Um, what else have we done? Oh, we went to see Coheed. 
Went oh to yeah, music. fucking nice. Fun. I know they're just if if I, I say this purely because if anyone's could, it's not because if you like Coheed, you really fucking like Coheed, and if you don't, yeah, you're it's, not it's, so yeah, I don't know who I'm selling this to. But very, if anyone's on the fence better. about seeing them live <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> just go and do it if you can. Yeah. It's like, great. oh yeah, I saw Ramstein live; they were fine. No one's ever <laughs> fucking <laughs> said that. No one. <laughs> Although it was a weird, you'll find this interesting. It was a very weird gig because it was a it was a co-headline with Thrice, which you know Ooh, great. Get okay. to see Thrice too. Oh, cool. Okay. Haven't, haven't thought, thought about, about them in the nice way for like fifteen years. Yeah, but no. yeah. Great, you know. I remember songs from 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 my youth. That's fine. Great. Um, <laughs> in the UK, it was a co-headline. So basically, in the UK, Coheed happened to be playing last, but they weren't headlining. Strictly speaking, even though they were, in practical terms, they were saying that they weren't because they were putting it as a, like an even billing thing. Mm. Um, and in in mainland Europe, it was the other way around, and Thrice were playing last and there. But for presumably contractual reasons, they both had an hour long set, which is a little bit disappointing. Usually, when you see a code that you know, if you if you see a headline band of uh, like a yeah, a, you you've know, got you a know, good, good a, no, well, no, I mean like an academy type size venue. You know, they usually I mean, have a good long set. I mean, depending on what they're playing, that could be just six songs. So I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they got to the end of their set and it was like, they started at like, I can't remember the exact times now because this was like two months ago now. Mm. Um, but they started at like, half, no, they started at like, no, they started at nine, I think. And then they were due to finish at, no, they start no, no, they started at like, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, they played their hour long set and it finished and it was like quarter to 10 and we're like, and it was a, and we're like, okay, well maybe there's a 10 o'clock because quite often O2 Academies have a 10 o'clock yeah. curfew because they've got like club night starting at half 10 or 11 and they need to get everyone out by then. So we're like, okay, 10 o'clock, that's fine because I get to get home without being too late. That's great. As if, you know, finish at quarter to two, we're like, okay, great, they'll go off and then they'll, they'll come back and it'll be the encore. And then music started happening, but not, we were like, for a little bit, we were like, okay, this is like, you know, just filler thing. And then we're like, hey, no, this is just a playlist that's playing. That's a bit weird. Then the lights turned on. At this point, no one's left because everyone's waiting, <laughs> you know, it's quarter to 10. <laughs> It's a headline band. Obviously, there's going to be an encore because that's just yeah. how gigs are. If you've never been to a gig before, it's just every, every time it's, it's, it's illegal know, not to have an encore. Yeah, like it's just a We've such had a thing. Encores. But there wasn't an encore, what? and it was super awkward. So everyone's oh. there. The lights turn back on. A few, couple of people start to leave, but obviously most people don't, especially because Coheed fans are you know they're, they're intense. Yes, and it got to the point where everyone was chanting for so long and refused to leave. They had to. You saw, like Claudio, just poke his head out the stage door, <laughs> and then like go back. And then there was another few minutes, and we're like, "Okay, this is getting a bit awkward now." The, the, the crowd are getting a little bit like tetchy. What is happening? And then the whole band had to come out and basically say, "We're really sorry. This is a co-headline tour, so we're not headlining. So therefore, we can't do an encore." Oh, that's so fucking <laughs> Because awkward, of, like, presumably dude. some, like, awkward contractual agreement that they didn't want either band to seem like they were headlining more than the other band. And you can't have an encore if you're the <laughs> main support or, like, okay. the earlier one. So then they had, must have, whoever, the management or whoever arranged it must have set it up, like, whoever happens to be playing last and second last still doesn't properly headline. Mm. But it was so awkward because they couldn't have sent someone else out because everyone, everyone would have, wouldn't have left. 
So they had to like awkwardly wander out themselves <laughs> and like apologized for not doing it on. It was super awkward and really weird. <laughs> you see what they should have done is so uh, that immediately like thank you, sorry, we don't have an encore, but we love you. Mwah. They they should have done what uh, one time I, th- I think it might have been. I think we might have all seen them on that one, uh, this one. But when um, Streetlight Manifesto went on, played one song and said that's it for us tonight, then walked off stage, and then the Wait, rest of their minutes. set was technically their encore. <laughs> Streetlight. <laughs> seeing that okay they're great like they're not my favourite band but I they are incredibly good at what they do they're very good showmen and they literally can't play a gig without actively fucking with the audience on some kind of psychological level yeah like yeah. like literally there's a part in a song where it's like a, a like an acoustic guitar breakdown and the fucking lead singer just making that last for eight extra bars oh, because it's the pause. fuck you it's mm. the pause in a moment of silence uh, <laughs> that is a random amount of time often yeah didn't he start playing uh, smells what? like teen spirit during one of them the first time I like saw them prick. at junction seven in Nottingham good um, they uh, yeah he started playing smells like teen spirit in the middle of a song and everyone and everyone started losing their shit and then he just stopped and going sorry I just wanted to see how you'd react and then carried on playing the actual song <laughs> literal fucking <laughs> cave trolls yeah. it's one of their songs it has like a big beautiful brass intro and they always play it intentionally out of tune <laughs> they do just fuck with the audience like, like, hey, like, hey, if they're hey. really good musicians that's really hard to intentionally play out yeah. of tune with each other like that's really technically like challenging and yet they just do it to presumably confuse people because yep. um, I've seen yeah. I've seen them introduce a cut like introduce one of their own songs as a cover and the cover as their new song yeah like <laughs> again trolls to the fucking end yeah but anyway, Cody gig was really weird. Yeah, it, sort of left, really it left like a weird like everyone went home, and I was like looking around online because I was like, "Did that just happen?" And it left such a weird vibe. So yeah, weird. Yeah. One, but I mean, still really good. And it obviously wasn't their fault because they were just told they're not allowed to do this. But yeah, very weird gig. Ugh. Um, of course. Oh, we played a um board. Well, mostly card game, which I thought I'd just put a little recommendation out because it was really fun. It's mm. called Hanabi. Hanabi? I don't know how you pronounce it. Hanabe? Possibly. I don't know where it's like originally from or inspired by, so I don't know if it's meant to be. How is it spelled? H-A-N-A-B-I. Hanabi sounds right. But Um, I mean, I don't fucking know. Depends where it's from. I am not the arbiter of language yet. Give me it's a just a you, you check that out and I'll just go through the very... I won't go into much detail, but I, just, I thought it was really interesting. Um... You all, you're basically trying to, you all have a hand of cards each. It's not a normal deck, it's like a a fireworks deck. There's like five different colours rather than four suits, and there's Mm. cards number one to five of each. And there's only one number five, two number threes and fours, and three number ones and twos, so like ones and twos are more common. Yeah. And basically all you need to do is you start down putting down number one of each colour on the board in front of you, and then build it up to five, and you win if you get all the way to five. But you don't know what card you have. Your hand is facing away from you. Okay. And everyone else at the table knows what you have, but you don't. And on your turn, you can either put a card down, well, not looking at it, so you're just guessing, or you can give a clue and you can tell one of the other people that card is a number three or those cards are blue. Or so You can't say both, you can just say one or the other. And by the clues that you give to the people, you have to let them sort of know what cards they have to play. But it's like gets really deep because you can't just... There's not enough time because if you run out of cards that you're drawing and if you can't do anything, the other thing you can do is... Oh, if you play something down but you can't go, so if you put a three of a white three down and the white two's not already down, it's like you can't put it down and that's like you've lost a life and you only have three lives. 
So you don't want to just put guests to put down. So the only other thing you can do is to like discard, but there's only a certain number. If you discard a valuable card, you're stuck. So you've got mm. to sort of give people like clever clues to try and give them hints as to what they've got and what order to play things. And it was just quite different to a lot of other games we've played and thought it was quite good. And it's only like a tenner or something because it's like a really, there's like, you know, 30 cards in the deck and a couple of tokens. There's nothing to it. But we really enjoyed it. So I thought I'd just give a little recommendation if anyone's looking for a quick, interesting card game. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. Um, Reminds me, we did last... play Muffin Time, actually. Um, oh, did you? How is the, it? It's, it's chaotic as fuck, and it's very I mean, fun. Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I expected the chaotic as fuck bit. I did very well when it's... If a, if, yeah, if a player can't, like, <laughs> doesn't know your full name, and I'm like... <laughs> 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 it was great. <laughs> um... Isn't Very it like the, the the rules like evolve as you go through and you make up new rules or something? It, there's a lot of synergy. Mm. And it's very fun and cool. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid. Um, a, a very, uh, very fun things. Yeah, if you don't know, it's like kind of a, a party card game, and you know, you, it's all about like you have to like in, the win condition is you have ten cards in your hand for for the entirety, like for for your turn, and then the next time it gets to your turn, and then you win. And you lay down like trap cards and um, various things. It, it's it's a lot of fun. It is very fun, and like after like a couple of rounds, you really get into the flow of it. It's it's quite easy to pick up. Mm, okay, quite good. yeah, it's quite good. Nice. Did you play it in person or did you play it? Yeah, on... yeah, played it in person. Yeah, oh, at nice. the board game cafe. What's up, like Hero Quest? The best thing about Hero Quest, which is, uh, which is pretty good, is the fact that we picked up a weapon rack and it was basically the extra party member. There was some house ruling going on to allow for some shenanigans, mm. uh, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, I never never played Hero Quest because obviously we played Space Crusade a few times. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Hero Quest is good, but it is not our segment. So Matthew, finish your ah yes. Oh, my very last one is is a question for well, I guess both of you, but. I think mostly snipe. Everything you um, saw that in in those videos of mine was, was legal in the countries in, the, in which they were filmed. So, okay, uh, well yeah. enough said then. Yeah. Uh, what, no. what were you going to ask? Just so everyone else knows. How, the, have you you seen the possibly not quite so recent, but relatively recent, considering this podcast news about the Witcher TV series? I have. Oh yeah, uh, there are recasting. Lots, yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of very angry, tedious people. Mm. Because was... okay, okay, I'm gonna say this, and this might get me in trouble. Mm. Henry Cavill is just a guy, and I'm fucking sick of his deification because he knows what Warhammer 40k is. It's Fair. fucking tedious. Just because a big, handsome, fucking like studly, like well hung do right dude, whatever, <laughs> fucking knows what Warhammer 40k is. Well, He's like you not know our. We know. Well, we dated for a bit. Uh... <laughs> And also, he's not even that good at sex, and his omelets are shit. Um, <laughs> no, he seems like a cool guy, but like at the same time, it's like, it, oh, it's just he's the he man is English. A- of course, he's played forty k. This is not unusual. <laughs> it is a fucking institution. Um, Get back on my phone. It is. It is. It is fine. Um, it's fine. It's 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 not a thing that actually a- makes me angry, but yeah, uh, there's been some rumblings of one of the Hemsworths being replaced. 
Yeah, uh, it was, replacing it was a him and, and Liam whatnot. Hemsworth, I think. Yeah. But I can never remember which one's which. Which so. is funny because you I know people, narrow it down. There's a bunch of people sitting there going, "He's too skinny," and I'm like, "Have you even fucking read the books?" No, no. One Have you even fucking played well, the games? That, 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 that was what I was intrigued to see your response on because, like, didn't. Henry Cavill leave because it wasn't following the books and he was bored I, of fighting it. I don't what I heard. know. I don't, that's what that's what I read. Um, I don't know if this is rumor or if this is what he said. Mm. But what I heard was that he left because he's basically spent the last two series pushing for it to be more like the books, and the producers keep pushing it to be not. I and will he just say, got fed up of it being different from the books. I will say the books are fine. It's like okay, this is very relatable for all listeners. It's like Sailor Moon. Right? Yep, yep. The manga was a good start, but ultimately it was the anime that made it good. And I'm going to say the same with the books and the games. The games made it good. I mean, not that it was bad, it's just it was it was a little bit misogynistic, a little bit shitty, a little bit weird, viciously like pro-choice, which... Sapkowski is a sack of shit, but he was very pro-choice. <laughs> and he he puts that in his, his stories quite a bit, which is pretty cool. Uh, but the games, they were made by people who are obsessive about it. And they, honestly, I think their love for it made it better. Because Sapkowski literally just sold them the rights to make a game. Because he was like, oh, these video games are stupid and fleeting. They're shit. It's never going to be as good as my books. I want to make a quick buck. And has been engaging CD Projekt Red in legal battles and trying to get mm. more money out of them and whatnot. So he's a piece of shit. Um, not saying CD Projekt Red is much better, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, wow, there's a company that burned through its goodwill in, a, at in a, about a week. <laughs> in a rate that you sit there and you go, wow, it took like a decade to make, to, to take the shine off Valve. Um, but it, yeah, CD Projekt Red managed it in like a week. Yeah, they really... They, honestly, if they'd have been trying, I don't think they could have been yeah. more expedient. Like, <laughs> like fucking speedrun to hated any yeah. percent. Um, but yeah, no, um, I don't mind the thing that... Like, I don't mind they cast Henry Cavill. Um, I'm not particularly interested in watching the TV series. Just for whatever reason, I'm like, eh. Sometimes you get that. I think it also because I mean, when it's not, not that I dislike it or I think they shouldn't have done it. I, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's fine. I've seen a lot of people get a lot of enjoyment did, out of it. And I think did that's you watch really it? Cool. No, not at I all. Just don't really care. Oh, I don't okay. know why. I thought I thought, I thought, I thought you had. No, okay. I play, I, I've, I've obsessively played the games. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's remake, why I assumed you'd watch the show. I think they're coming out with like a remaster or something like that oh, of probably. The Witcher Three, and if you already own it, you get it for free. Oh, cool. Which oh, is okay. okay. Okay, getting a little bit of that. Goodwill back. <laughs> Still got a long way to go, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I'm. I don't mind. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I've. I occasionally come across it um, in the subreddit of people just being fucking children about it, and there's a lot of people being <laughs> Reed like, "Read as all subreddits." Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apart from basically the trans ones I hang out on, where like you can you know exist. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what what comes out of that because there's been so much fucking like, like gossip and weirdness and and shit mm. like that. And I'm like, oof. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I, you know, um, like media's changed a lot in in just in even just our lifetimes. Mm. And like, 
to me, a character My getting fav- recast is just a thing that happens sometimes. It's so just because like, it hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, it's like yeah, not something true. that happens yeah. very often. It's like we're all used to James Bond getting recast all the goddamn time. Yeah. And, that, and that's just like, we just accept that as like a conceit of, of the thing. Although, admittedly, that has a somewhat more naughty canon <laughs> than, a t- yeah. than any given TV show. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so you know... Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things like, oh yeah, sometimes people get recast. I will say the reason I heard uh, for him leaving, but I also have not looked it up, and it's just what I heard was that because he's gone on to do, uh, he signed on to oh, actually do more Superman is, stuff. Apparently that is false. Is it? Uh, yeah, apparently. Oh, I, yeah. I have seen a few articles oh, okay. coming out of like, that's just some, yeah. Again, it's, 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 people are being quite they're being quite screamy and panicky and weird about it. Uh, so it's a lot of people guessing. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, like, around okay. The Witcher, people get, like, um, they get very passionate. Uh, it, there's a joke in the um, Gaming Circle Jerk subreddit, which is basically they sit there and they make fun of the his- gamer hysteria. Mm. Um, and, like, oh, there's a woman in GTA, but because because children mentally or physically play those games they're like i don't want to play as a girl that's gay which is bad they've put like a guy in there that you can play as like in you know assassin's creed unity because they didn't have the balls to have just a female main character they had which one was you the one in london where they're all like tally china fucking (laughs) mary pip my, my good bitch is that what you think we sound like? That's what you sound like, yeah. I, 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 it's either London or Yorkshire. Have I ever... There is nothing in between. Have I ever said Tally Pip? You just did. Fucking Gotham. <sighs> Fucking Lamau. Blah, 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 blah. I couldn't even be bothered. Yeah, that was the most <laughs> low effort. Blah, 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 me, blah. Me? Low effort? <laughs> Until no. I just did it now. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things coming out about you. You're going to get cancelled on the gaming subreddit. But yeah, people get very... People are very... It's like I remember anytime there's a um a thread in like our gaming, which I I have unsubscribed from a long time ago, trust me, Jesus Christ, you'll mm. be happier. It's like post your most your most unpopular gaming opinion and I'll go Fallout shit and then I get downvoted and I get DM death threats and I'm like Hello <laughs> Um <laughs> Could you read the title of the thread? And also fucking sending someone death threats because I think Fallout 3's fucking wank. Okay. Fallout 3 is shit. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, if you love it, it's kind of... <laughs> New Vegas we, is great. We, the, Witcher, is the Witcher is kind of a sacred cow. Yeah. And people get fucking het up and real heated about it. I'm a big Witcher fan, but I get it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I get that, like, it's going to be like, people are going to probably just be fans of the show. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's, it's <sighs> trans transcending... F- medium is tricky well whenever you've so got whatever. something that's uh, that exists in multiple mediums you're gonna have people that only like one yeah. of them and that's like uh, and totally that's cool and i don't give a shit there'll be loads of people that really like the castlevania series who've never played any of the games to be fair the castlevania series is fu- that whips dick it's incredible it's it's fantastic and I love it. Uh, I I am I ha, I am burdened with the unfortunate uh, opinion that I like Castlevania one, and then every time I play the objectively better later games, I'm like, well, I just like the first one. Mm. But anyway, I'm Marge with the potato, but it's Castlevania one. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's drawn that section. So those are my opinions on The Witcher. What, what no, about I was you? Just, yeah. yeah, no, I was, I yeah. It, 
I mean, I watched the first couple of couple of episodes and just couldn't get into it, and then stopped. I have a feeling. I just, I just, did... I just, I just, I just thought, remembered in my head. I, I misremembered you watching it, and I thought you'd have an opinion on on the, okay. the, the casting can, thing. Can, did, did you just news of, as of who knows whenever that happened? Did you just watch it because Henry Cavill is pretty? I mean, that just it helps. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to watch a pretty man. Then go for it. Mm. Also, he's in like Enola Holmes too, and it's just yeah, weird oh, seeing we him. It. Whoa! Yeah, we, 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 we <laughs> what? That genuinely frightened me. <laughs> we have now found the thing what? that frightens you most. Enola people, Holmes too. People <laughs> having watched Enola Holmes too. I just—it's just so English. I, He's—he's—he looks like—he looks like if Hulk Hogan was a foppy Englishman. And the way that he's a muscular yeah. Englishman, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say that, that, that sounds like that's that might be the worst descriptor for anything I've ever heard. I told you he's my ex, and I hate him. <laughs> Not Hulk Hogan, but I was never that desperate. I mean, also Hulk Hogan, but that's that's another story. Oh, I mean, also yeah, I dated Hulk Hogan for a bit in college, but that's beside the point. Okay, his omelets are even worse. Yeah. I will not we... sleep with someone unless they make me an omelette. And if it's terrible, I'll probably fuck you. <laughs> just so I have evidence that you're bad at something. As your husband, I have many questions that we do not have the time to answer right now. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Uh... <laughs> questions on a postcard. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll go outside mail it and wait for it to get delivered. Just just go outside and put it through the door. <laughs> wait a couple of seconds. Pick it up and go, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go through the mail. It's not a proper postcard if you don't do that. Uh, for fuck's sake. No, you don't have to do that. And look, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly. No, anyway, cause... Matt, was that the end of your section? Well, it was going to be, and then you mentioned Enola Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have nothing to say apart about it, apart from on my list of things to potentially talk about, or on my list of things that we've done, that was on there, but I thought it was so uninteresting, I wouldn't put it in the podcast. <laughs> I cons- yeah. Considering what else I've mentioned, like, it was fine. It was very fine. You know, but one it's... of my exes is in that movie. Yeah, no, it was it was it was enjoyable for for a couple of hours. It was fine, but I just had absolutely oh, nothing to say about it. I'm sorry. How fucking long? It was enjoyable for a couple of hours. How long is that movie? I mean, a couple of hours. It was enjoyable for its entire run length. But it was boring and terrible, and you hated. Well, you know, it was entertaining. It was you know lowest common denominator <laughs> mystery. That's you know you guess the answer at the start, sort of jobber. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers um, for Nola Holmes. She's related to Sherlock Holmes. For legal reasons, that might not be the case. <laughs> it got com- it got complicated as to what they're allowed to use. Oh shit! Okay, I thought I thought Sherlock comes something. to the public domain. Yes, yeah. but not but. when he has not not. When, oh, let's see if I remember this right because this this was a controversy after the first Nolan Holmes film. Hell. The early um, books are in the public domain. Oh the, shit! Yeah. The later books where he gets a bit more emotions aren't in the public domain yet. Emotions. So the people who own the rights, his estate kicked off because in the film he's shown to be a bit emotional and <gasps> that's not part of the public domain bit of Sherlock Holmes or some bullshit I can't even remember so this is like how um, so I got which... jump scared by Enola Holmes mm. 2 for no fucking reason so this, this is like how you like can uh, you, you, like Winnie the Pooh is in the public domain provided they're not, not wearing a red shirt but not the Disney version so mm. if it's just the I, version that was in the original books that's in the public domain yeah, I love but how somehow even stupid defend the little man <laughs> Because he's not even him wearing a different shirt or something stupid. This is just him having a slightly different, yeah. like. 
Yeah. I'm going to say, I feel that really pushes the limits as to what can be constituted <laughs> yeah. as intellectual property. It, it yeah, strikes right? me as stupid as trying to copyright the word the. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's that kind of fucking just just money grubbing pricks trying to just get anything they can. It's like oh no, no we, fucking... we it's like no no Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain, but you want to make good Sherlock Holmes? No, we've got a copyright on that. Can you what? imagine being like oh if you make a good sci-fi, you have to pay me royalties? What? Fuck off! <laughs> and that's um, why he's not going to be in The Witcher season three. Yeah, what, Sherlock Holmes because he's Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Yeah. And can't yeah. make an omelette to save his life. Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. These are all all facts, and I'm not just glossing over it so that we finally move on. Yeah, you're on Snipe. Oh, hi. Hello. What hi. have you been doing? Oh, well, not Henry Cavill, that's for sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not after the incident. The omelette incident. The, the, omelet the great omelette incident with Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That, you know, if if that becomes a podcast title, people are going to be so disappointed when they get to the bit this yeah, bit and be like, oh, was can, that it? You know, you know what you know what it's going to be. It's going to be oh Henry Cavill. I like that he knows what forty k is, and they're going to get to that part, and get really mad at me, and then be like, wait, did Snipe fuck Henry Cavill? And I'm like, look, yeah, look, mm. look, I'm going to be fucking honest with you. <laughs> if after a hundred and thirty six episodes of whatever the fuck this podcast is, and our absolutely inane naming concepts. <laughs> I imagine that everyone listening is very used to the title making no sense. and then Sorry it, about the cum, Dad. And then the title whizzing past them at some point and them going, huh, oh, they really didn't name the whole podcast after that. Like, if someone has a problem with that, <laughs> oh, like, the they've bailed on this angry. podcast a hundred episodes they're, they're ago. They're going to get angry at me for, like, not a me... Mm. I was going to say not sucking Henry Cavill's dick, but I've apparently alluded to that anyway. Yeah. But to be fair, his omelets suck more dick. So, um, uh, what have I been up to? I've played one video game that I can remember, and I fucking loved it. Ooh, what the was Mortuary it? Assistant. I ah, yeah, fucking love that game. Right now, this game is a horror game, a spoopy game, if you will, where you play a mortuary assistant. It's a very simple game where um, you get called in by the guy who owns the the, the morgue, and it's like, I think you're ready. Um, for you to start taking on some of your own cases, which is super cool. So you go in, and he leaves a bunch of stuff for you, and there are three bodies. And this is like a, um, everything is a shift. So you have, your first shift is you go in, and you have to prepare the bodies for burial, or cremation, or whatever. No, One no, of no, the th- bodies can potentially be a clown. That's the Halloween... I just feel like mentioning that. One of the bodies could could be a clown of the Halloween update that they did, which was actually super cool and fun. Um, so you go in and, oh no, one of the bodies is possessed by a fucking demon. You know, standard, mm. like, medical, like, you know, like... Every doctor's dealing, dealt with it. Every, every, every doctor who's ever dealt with a cadaver has had this problem. Um, long story shirt, shirt, shirt long shirt... For my story that I'm wearing, I'm wearing a long shirt. Um, you show up and the phone rings and you look out the window and you see like this shadowy figure just oogling you. And and your character starts freaking out because there's somebody else in the fucking, like, in the area who's spooking on you. That's horrible. And your boss is like, yeah, sorry, this is super awkward, but you've got a demon attached to you? And this will happen for the rest of your life. 
sorry, but I have left some spooky shit there that means you can bind the demon to the body it's possessing and then burn it. You get one chance to burn the right body. So you go through the kind of thing of like you take the body out of the cold storage, you put the eye caps on, you nail the jaw shut. I've streamed this game a lot and I've always been, I, I'll always tell people when I'm putting the eye caps in or if I'm nailing the jaw shut because you basically get like, it's like a pneumatic kind of stamp into the gum above the teeth so you can stitch the jaw. And that goes through people. Mm -hmm. So I always say, hey, mm, kind of uh, a bit fucky. Um, and while you're doing this, random scary events will happen. Like, and they're really, really good. Like, they're not always, like, if you turn around and you see, like, a spooky creature, it's not where you'd think it would be. So, like, I was standing in the corner while I was waiting for my, my body to drain the fluids, because you, you get a pump to drain the fluids, um... And, you, you know, you've got to cut open the carotid artery and kind of, like, put the tubing in and then turn the, the, the pump on so it gets all the gunk out. And I stand in the corner near the back, the, near the computer, when that happens, because I don't like the noise. And I'm just like, I've got my clipboard up and I'm checking what I've got to do next. And I just see it in the corner of my eye, under the desk, there's this fucking demon woman staring at me with a big grin. And I flip my fucking shit. Because that's terrifying. And then she kind of awkwardly crawls away, and I'm like, the fact that she didn't just vanish, she awkwardly crawled away, mm. is somehow so much fucking scarier. Isn't that like... Uh, then, like, you'll be doing something, and you'll hear a... And you're like, oh, fuck off! And that'll be it. That'll be the scare. Or, or you'll hear, like, a... Like a scrape or something. And it's just incidental noise that you could chalk up to just any old thing, but you know it's not... There's lots of scares in it that are things that you don't, you might not notice as well. Like you literally, when you're at the computer, because you need to log like, um, no, um, what do they call them? Um, distinguishing like marks. marks. Like so, if they've got any moles or scratches or abrasions or anything like that, um, contact dermatitis, you know, stuff like that. You can you put it on the compute computer. And while I was at the computer, there's like this guy that slowly pops, like his this head slowly raises over the edge of the monitor, and I didn't notice, but fucking chat did, <laughs> and they were like, "Snipe, snipe, oh, oh, oh my god, did you see that?" And I'm like, "No, oh my god, I didn't see that." There's a lot of distracting you with something while something is going off in your peripheral. There's a lot vision. of faints. It's really, really cleverly done. Like while I was using um, a trucker to basically turning the cadaver into a human caprisome and sucking out a bunch of stomach stuff, I, I, it, I start hearing a drip and there's blood dropping onto the stomach of the cadaver I'm working on. Mm. And I'm like, I got to look up. So I look up and there's a panel in the ceiling <coughs> missing and a hand sticking through it that is bleeding. And as soon as I look up, it gets snatched away. And then all the ceiling tiles get fucking torn off. And then... I turn around and I get dragged into a fucking like weird basement somewhere. And these are all fucking random. They just happen. My grandmother appeared at the window and was like, Rebecca, let me in. Rebecca. And then she, when I was ignoring her, she, she punched the fucking window and screamed, let me in, you little bitch. And no I was grandma. Like, and I was like, ah, oh, reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> yeah. She called me Rebecca yeah. too. <laughs> You say that my mother did used to get my name wrong. Uh, anyway, um, 
but yeah, and it's got like, and the way it justifies you having different goes is that's just your next shift because you have to keep burning demons because you've got like you've got like a taint on your soul or something. Yeah, the kind of repetition of it's almost a little roguelikey in some ways. It is, it is a bit. Um and it's it's really cool. I like it. Like um yeah. And if you know you there's like five different endings, you can burn the wrong body, you can burn the right body but name the wrong demon so it doesn't work. You can get possessed. There's all sorts of like little differences, and every kind of time you play, there's like a little bit more snippet of, of the character you're playing as Rebecca, her story. Mm. And I just, it's so good. It's like, um, like there was there was one where I was working on a on a corpse, and I look up because there's like the main room that you're working in has like a tiny little corridor to like the mini morgue, basically. Um, Sorry, and, I'm thinking of mini moogs right now. So, you know, yeah. just, you, you carry on. I'm off in my own it's world. It's just, oh, it's fucking great. But yeah, and um, I look up and I left, I left, I, I tend to shut the doors because I'm a big scaredy cat. <laughs> so I look down, I do, I'm working on the corpse. I look up and the doors are open and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I, I shut those fucking doors. And then I start hearing slamming and I'm like, those are the, those are the doors to cold storage being open and closed violently mm-hmm. and i go i'm like okay so I, I i nut up i go in and as soon as i step in that fucking room they all stop and i'm like this is horrifying <laughs> i love this game <laughs> and then you turn around and there's a fucking like demon behind you that yanks you into the corridor and smashes you into the ground and suddenly you're in a liminal space and you're like okay fuck and it's like it can go real hard on you. And my f- one of my favorite parts is you have to basically to name the demon. You have to put a bunch of runes in this little like it's like a little plate you get, mm. and um, you periodically throughout the autopsy, uh, not autopsies, um, the the preparation of the of the bodies, you will find sigils, and you have to find kind of find like on the computer the sigils that match up so you can name the demon. So you, then you put the the plate on the on the corpse and then burn it, and that I just realised there's a little eternal darkness in that. A regard. little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, this has to be the demon. I've got the runes, and I put it. I put it on its chest, and I go to like pick up the gurney that the corpse is on, and the corpse opens its eyes, looks at me, and goes, "You've picked the wrong demon, you know." And I'm like, fuck! It's like, this is the wrong one. And I was like, I'm not listening to you, yeah, Greg. Because the best part is, it's lying. Or it might not or be. Or it might not be. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes, yeah, it's just, but it's like, oh, God, it's, it's, it's a great game of deduction and just horror. It's really, really good. I, Mortuary Assistant is fantastic. Pick it up. It's fantastic. Um, I've also been watching some spoopy stuff. I will I will start with Deliver Us from Evil, which is based on a true story, which is another way of saying it's absolute bullshit. Yeah. No, yeah. none <laughs> of this fucking happened. It's lying. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I can make things up and tell people, but that doesn't make it true. Yeah, exactly. Now, I forgot that I'd already tried to watch this movie, but turned it off because it were wank. 
<laughs> now this is not not something I do very often. It, a movie has to be pretty fucking yeah. Awful. Considering what you've watched in the past, yeah, yeah. it takes a lot <laughs> yeah. for me to turn off a movie. Like no offense, but when it comes to horror movies, you have watched some shit. Mm-hmm. You have actively sought out some shit. I have watched some of the most garbage fucking movies yeah. all the way through. But and none of one... them will match. We will be as good as that one about the bloke who fucked a wall. That was that was an indie horror comedy, <laughs> yeah. and it was weirdly good. But he did fuck a wall. He did fuck a wall. It was such a weird. Do you remember the name of that movie? The Hole. Was it just called The Hole? I don't know. Maybe okay. I can't remember, but it was super weird. It's in the um, Hole. Oh, it's, oh, it's in the Hole. <laughs> Where the orbs come from? The Hole. Anyway, Deliver Us from Evil, based on a true story. It fuck off is it based on a true story? There's no such thing. Um, it's it's a demon kind of possession, spooky kind of thing. Ah, demons, um, those things that exist. About Eric Banner. Um, I can't remember the ca- the character's name. I don't fucking care. Uh, who is a New Yorker? You can tell it. You can tell because he has an argument with the guy from Community who's doing his best Fred Durst impersonation for wearing a Red Sox hat. He's like, "You're in New York." You better take that off before someone will kick your ass. And it's like, wow, I guess they're in New York. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it starts in, in in Iraq because, of course, America's starting shit in Iraq. Of course, that's going to yep, happen. Yep. And they find like a tomb thing and it's spooky. And a bunch of the soldiers go in there and they're like, ah, fuck, something weird's happening to our cameras. Like that scene from Aliens, but not as cool because you can't help but feel the looming threat of American imperialism in the background, which is scarier than any demon. Mm. But I digress. Um, it's like this it starts with Eric Banner, Officer Banner, going and there's just like a dead baby. And he's like, damn, that's a dead baby <laughs> in New York. I'm just going to make a note of uh, <laughs> accents Snipe can't do. No, I'm deliberately... Literally, literally any wow. British one. <laughs> literally any American one. <laughs> Australian <laughs> questionable. Question mark. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm copying Eric Banner's New York accent. That's not uh, mine. Uh, okay. Mine's okay. not as bad, but okay. not, not much better. <laughs> Fuck! No, that's his his accent is that. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. I've, I've heard some rough American accents over the years. I've watched nineteen sixties Doctor Who, so you know. Mm. Uh, it's, I think I, I have made the joke before that um, the bad American accents, because in uh, Dalek, which is uh, one of, is possibly the best episode of any <laughs> um, new Who. Mm. I think also I think we can allow this one to be a bit longer. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, the first 15 minutes was... 16 minutes, exactly. Chatting shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, Freak. Freak. Please take a photo of that and upload it. I love Freak. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, in, in, in Dalek, which, yeah, is, is one of... Is perhaps the best early episode of New Doctor Who. I haven't had those on yet. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone, uh, you know, there's a couple of really bad fake American accents in that. Yeah. And uh, my head canon is that that's just how Americans sound in Doctor Who because in the William Hartnell era, they go to the top of the Empire State Building and <coughs> there's a bunch of English guys desperately pretending to be American up there with the worst accents oh. you've ever heard in your yeah. life. So uh, my, my head canon is that that's just how Americans sound in Doctor Who. Mm hmm. 
Okay. Are you back, Drumbly Bearman? Yep. Yeah, sorry for that. It was a no watch, but if I didn't, if I didn't go, no, I didn't know do, how. Do, once the worry. warning came up, I didn't know how long I had to. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Those kind it. of warnings. It's like, oh, you might be okay for like an hour and a half, or it might be a minute. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. just don't know. But yeah, um, no, no, the accent I was doing was copying his bad accent. Oh, okay. That's okay. A, mm, that's a, mm, I can okay. do a really good one. I just don't feel like it right now. Okay. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, it's just kind of at that point, it's just kind of propaganda. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like him and Fred Durst go to a a house. Is, is DJ Lethal there? Yes. Okay. Good. good. <laughs> that is. So he can bring it on. Yes. Oh, no, that... DJ Lethal is the DJ in Limp Biscuit. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. Or at least he was. Is, is he oh. still in Limp Biscuit? I don't fucking know. I don't follow Limp Biscuit. Not closely. after this movie. Because <laughs> Fred did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so him and Fred Desk go to a house with a report of a domestic disturbance. Um, guys obviously hurt his wife and daughter, um, which, you know, the cops apparently don't like. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Um, and then, like, fucking Fred Durst pulls a black blade on the guy, which is like, that's not as, that's not cool. That's kind of fucked up. A cop having a cop more with... ninja shit, that is the reddest of red flags. That is, that is really not okay. So they, they chase this guy. And then they go to, like, a zoo. Because there's, like, Can you a... say the word zoo for me again, please? Zoo? Yeah. What? No, carry on. Zoo. Well, you say zoo. Yeah, because the first time you said you were like, zoo. 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 Stop making fun of me. No, it was adorable. They, shut up. <laughs> you make me blush. <laughs> I talk about cum professionally, but you can make me blush. Fucking great. Um, but yeah. Um, they go to the zoo. 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 And maybe in hopes of... They go to a pazuzu. They go to a zoo to, to find a dog to shoot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and they'll, because it's like the mother of the, there's like a, a mum who, who yeeted her baby at some mountain lions or some shit. I don't fucking know. I was, I was kind of checking out at this point pretty hard, even though this was the second time I've seen this part. This isn't going to be another thing Snipe hasn't, <laughs> hasn't seen, is you it? You mean like that horror movie I watched was just things heard and seen. And then when you asked me about it on the podcast, I was like, okay, I was yes. drunk. And I can't remember a thing I heard or saw. See, I'm making callbacks to like, <laughs> old episodes to reward the people who are invested to like have heard all the old ones and are now like checking into this one after a break. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a little bit of a reward for them. Yeah, yeah I feel, for, feel for, rewarded. For being invested into the uh, expanded universe of Misanthropop. Yeah, but I also wrote down the name of a, a criminal that um, Eric Banner caught. One of the beat cops is like, hey, you're Eric Banner. Like, I fucking I don't give a shit about his name. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. Don't forget about it. All right, okay. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, you caught Marvin the molester. And I'm like, that, you had a team of writers, and that's what you came up with, Marvin the molester. Really? Fuck, that's almost as bad as the fucking accents in this movie. Anyway. And he's all like, yeah, yeah, I got a big dick. Anyway, where's the Pope? Again. (laughs) Anyone from New York, do not interact. (laughs) Just don't interact. I don't want to hear from you. No, I'm joking. So they go and they find this woman and she's like feverishly reciting a Doors song. It's like, I can't remember what what it is. I don't care. 
And this, then the, the cop, Eric Banner, he's like grabbing her and he's like, why did you do that to your baby? And it's like... You this even... is a dead baby familiar? I think. Sorry, I'm a little unmoored from the story. So, so am I. I was just like, what? Oh yeah, there was a, I think there was a dead baby but in, in like an alleyway. But apparently she like yeeted her baby at like, yeah, like a bear or something. And she's like crazy and she's like digging a hole in the ground or something. And then there's like... After, like, realizing that she's just banana pants, like, disturbed, they see, like, some some grab in a hoodie. Like, like, he goes, who's that? And it's just some guy with, like, corpse paint on who walks off. And they don't oh, know... Oh, that's just one of Dimu Borgir. <laughs> You're right there, Eric Borgir. <laughs> that's his name, the lead singer, Eric Borgir. One of my favorite. Um, he's uh, going to get a Dimu burger. Yeah, one of my favorite little jokes uh, from Metalocalypse is uh, when Nathan Explosion thinks that he is uh, going to have to go and get a regular job, and so he has a dream about working at Dimu Burger. And, Which is incredible. And I was like, eh, I get that reference. That's very fun. Yeah. But yeah, and then the guy just walks off, and that is the exact point I turned it off last time because I was like, this is so fucking tedious. Mm. I am so done with this. So yeah, uh, do not do not watch fucking Deliver Us from Evil. It's wank. Um, I also saw Midnight Mass, which is a new series for the same people who did The Haunting of Bly Manor and The Haunting of Hill House, which are both incredibly good series. Mm. Um, it's it's a little different. It's about this little um, little island village where like everyone knows everyone, and someone who grew up in a small town. Jesus Christ, they do get that pretty right. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining in my head the Isle of Man sketches from the Fast Show right now. I can't even remember any of those. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, it's, I won't. From decades ago. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's very good. The act, the actors are very good. A, a priest comes in, and because it's a little religious uh, town, and like, um, there's like a I think her name's like Beverly, and she's like the goody two shoes, like right hand man of the priest and she's like this judgmental horrible woman who's like really nasty and it's about a couple of people who have like fucked up like the like the main character he like he got drunk and got into an accident and ended up killing his girlfriend in a car accident or something. Mm. So he's like coming home and he's, you know he's out on like probation or whatever and he's still gotta have like weekly check ins with his like um with his uh counselor and stuff like that. And it's just kind of going through like the the minutiae of small town boy goes and lives it big fucks up because the big city will just chew you up if there's anything even remotely like if there's even a remote like dint in your armor it they will borrow into it and find something to destroy you with mm. not that he is blameless he's he's not portrayed as blameless in this you know he fucked up with all his drugs and bullshit but, you know, it's, it's a nice kind of, like, thing of that, and he comes back, and there's, like, his childhood sweetheart who's pregnant and stuff, which I usually, if there's a pregnant person in any horror, I will not watch it as a tocophobic, um, because uh, I have not seen a single person who has written a story like that, apart, up until now, who has dealt with that in a mature fashion. It's like putting sexual assault in a horror. You're taking the easy way out. 90% 90, 90 of the time, if you put that in there... You shouldn't have. You shouldn't do it. You haven't done it well. So mm. you know, not saying that it sh that, you know that kind of topic should never be broached in fiction. I'm just saying in horror movies, it's always <laughs> used as a cheap fucking like point, mm. and it drives me fucking nuts. I hate it. Um, 
So, yeah, and like the, the, the new priest shows up and suddenly, you know, like there's a girl in the wheelchair and suddenly she's starting to be able to walk again and, and everyone's going to church. Everyone's getting more devout because God is giving them blessings. It's, it's got oh, a very got, kind of Innsmouth kind of feel to it. Got into Peter Popov's stash of water. <laughs> it's, it's the prayer water. Again, yeah. I feel very sorry for listeners who have to try and keep up with, uh, like, sitting there going, what, I've got to look up who Peter Popoff is now. Fuck Don't off. look up who Peter Popoff is. He's he's a televangelist who's obviously a fucking liar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I really like the priest. He's 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 a really, he's very, he's played very well. Um, it does, however, you start to notice, I think this is just because it's the third kind of series that have been written by the same people. And it's like in the same kind of horror esque kind of like thing to it, where you start to notice that there's a lot of stuff where it's just character A talking to character B mm. in this big fancy extended monologue, which it works. But I noticed how many they were <laughs> in this, and I'm if like, there's, oh. if there's a formula, you know, yeah, even if it's good. You, once, once the once you've seen it enough times, you start to it loses the shine a little. Yeah, even if it's still good, it's mm. you know. But yeah, no, I I really like how black and white it is. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the spooky thing is, but it honestly, I thought it was pretty well done. It was cool. Um, so if you want, if you want a spooky kind of like creeping dread, it it is Lovecraftian. In in um, a lot of its dealings, like just with the small town and everyone kind of being quite, quite suddenly very like, overly religious and 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 it's 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 good. I I like it. it. Again, it nails a lot of the kind of finer points, um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I watched. There's two more things I'm going to talk about before I'm boring everyone shitless. I watched another I watched another horror movie called Countdown. Mm. Which I didn't like very much. And the Carol main... Vorderman's the killer. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> I said, come on, there must be a joke here somewhere. Come mm. on. Oh, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, no. The, the, the real horror is it's on Channel 5. Um, I don't know if it Ooh. was on Channel 5. I can't remember. What? A countdown. countdown yeah. Channel 4 show, wasn't it? Fuck it. I'm so out of touch. All, all the youngins are going to be like, well, I'm not listening to this anymore. She doesn't <laughs> have a finger on the pulse. But yeah, it's basically. Do you remember DeathClock.com? Where you know, yeah. you type it in and you type, you'd be like, "Oh, you're a smoker." You know how tall uh, are yeah, you? Yeah, do, yeah. Do, do you, are you agnostic? Whatever. And then it'll tell you how much longer you had to live. It's like that, but it's an app. An app that is sixty gigabytes oh, and like, no, uh, and people are just happy to download, and it downloads. Like they're instantly. downloading it on fucking mobile data, like that's yeah, fine, and it downloads instantly. And it's like, bitch, what fucking you, this? I can't suspend. Okay, there's an app that's killing people. Fine, but it's sixty gig. Fuck off. Also, my phone is literally smaller than that. Yeah. I guess I'm safe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> But there's literally, like, and the funny thing is, every time you you see a character download it, it's got 3.6 stars on the App Store. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I love my mediocre curse. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's okay. It's right. I mean, it's demons fine. come and kill yeah. you, but it's, it's fine. Yeah. And like, half of the problems that, like, half of the hauntings, are, the hauntings are caused by not fully reading the terms and conditions. And it's not supposed to what's be funny. It, was it written by someone who writes those EULAs? It was EULAs, written by someone who writes EULAs, yeah. And he was just so fucking pissed off that no one ever reads them. That he's like, I'm going to write a story where people that don't read it get murdered by the demons. Yeah. But no, it starts off 
And it was very obviously written by a middle-aged dude. <laughs> because there's a bunch of teenagers sitting around a table and they start talking about... Hello, fellow teenagers. Like, hello, fellow teenagers. So, about that prohibition. I don't know why they're talking about prohibition. Are <laughs> 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 oh, we all excited to go to the Snoop Doggy Dog concert? <laughs> oh, yes. Can't believe I got drafted into World War One. <laughs> Anyway, that Vera Lynn's an up and coming star. <laughs> oh, that that Lily Marlene's a bit problematic. Anyway, <laughs> so all these fifties fucking seventeen year olds around a table, and they start talking about like calorie counting, and I'm like, well, this is gross. This is written by someone who thinks they know what teenagers talk about. And one of them's like, I never eat more than 1,200 calories a day. I have an app for that. And then, like, the other one's like, another girl's like, oh, I need that. You know, famously overweight teenagers. <laughs> because they're, they're, they're all like, again, not body shaming, either, either, either end of the scale, whatever. But if you can't be in Hollywood unless you're basically a child who weighs nothing as a girl so these kids who were literally six six five six stone wet through were like oh i need to lose weight i'm so fat and i'm like i'm going to bulldog the man who wrote this <laughs> you and could feel nothing you you could you could interpret it as it is a demonstrating the absurdity of the expectations placed it is, on the way women. it is portrayed is more look at how stupid and vapid girls are Okay, I was, I was, I was trying to. Give you were trying benefit. to give uh, that that boomer the benefit of the doubt. I, I, I was, I was, I was trying to, you know, offer offer some uh, a counterpoint. Nah. Maybe. But, but, but this is this is the this is the pivotal moment, because when the other girl, who's also very very skinny, tries to download Countdown to Count to, to Skinny, I think it's called Countdown to Skinny, which it's not I even a good name. It's not even a good name. They, it's like, oh, is this the one? It's got like a ram skull as the avatar, and it's like, it will tell you when you die. Like, no, that's the Binding of Isaac. But, oh, no, fuck, okay. So they're like, no, what does it do? And it's like, oh, it tells you how long you've got left to live. And they're like, that's so cool. Let's download it. That's fetch. Well, of course, they wouldn't use that because they're not as cool as me and uh, mm. avid mean With your, girls your in very, China. very up-to-date references. Yes. Speaking of which... One of the girls is like, I don't know, guys. I don't really want to mess with that stuff. And one of them, the, the girl with the skinny fucking app, turns around and goes, whatever, biatch. This was, this movie came out in 2019. And I'm like, what fucking year is this? That's outrageous. So they all download it. And they're all, they're all like, oh, I, I live until 32. I live until 95. And then the character who's like, I don't know, is like, I've got... Three hours left to live. So she has to, and they're like, okay, whoever has the least time to live has to drink all the drinks on the table. I'm like, yeah, that's what we call a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Because you're going to die of alcohol poisoning. Because <laughs> the way teenagers drink is fucking stupid. So this, uh, so her boyfriend comes up and is like, I'll help you drink. <laughs> and gets fucking slaughtered. And then they go get in his car. And then she waits for him to collapse against the door and stumble into the car before she's like, I don't know. I don't want to get in a car with you, even though I'm in the car with you. Because you're, like, really drunk. And he's like, I drive better when I'm drunk, which is probably the best written thing. Because I have, like, my father used to say that. Uh, he's dead now. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly not. Yeah. So, 
she gets out of the car and walks and he's like, don't, I hate it when you're like this, babe. And then he just drives off fucking pissed out of his head. And then she gets an alert and the alerts from this fucking app are so annoying. It's like an evil laugh followed by like a, a stock scream. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I would, I, okay. Cause you, you know, you stole an app and it's like, do you want to allow push notifications? All of these idiot teenagers just selected Yes. Which rather, no, rather the, the the objectively correct answer, which is no, never ask me for anything again. How fucking dare you? How dare you? How fucking dare you? I curse your lineage. <laughs> I hope the winter <laughs> takes you. And it goes user agreement broken, like, like like you know terms of use broken. She's like whatever. So it's apparently really bad for her to walk home, but she walks home and there's like. There's like Drew Gooden behind her. This really lanky that YouTube reference. He's he's a millennial as well. He's a YouTube he's man. Very funny. Um, it's like this tall lanky dude behind her, obviously trying to look menacing. And she's like, "Oh no, the app said I have seven minutes to live. This man is going to kill me." Well, I mean, that's what is inferred by her panicked looking over her shoulder and direct eye contact with the man behind her, um, as you do. Mm. And then he gets in a car and leaves, and she's like, oh, thank God. She's literally two minutes away from where the party happened, and that's her home. So she didn't even need a lift home anyway. She just got in the car mm. so she could tell her boyfriend off for drinking and driving, which, good, fuck fuck you if you drink and drive. Um, and then she just runs home, and she's like, oh, no, there, I saw some spooky, like, figures in black cloaks and i'm like bitch i am literally just buying milk <laughs> Le- let me live and she goes to the bathroom to get a glass of water and now i don't i don't think it was meant to be scary but the scariest part of that is the water quality that comes out of that tap yeah. it's just it looks like milk and i'm like do you have milk on tap you sick bitch no, it's probably a Nestle factory up the road that's stealing all the fresh water. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> Just pumping milk back into the fucking pipes. And then she gets killed by a supernatural force. And it's like, okay, so... Oh, I was hoping it was, was going to be Final Destination rules. Well, no, it's just it, just an invisible thing just, like, shakes you around and, like, cracks your skull open. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. That sucks. Yeah. And then we get to fucking Virgin McMain character, who I fucking hate. The last girl. Yeah, um, and she, she's a nurse, and she's blonde, and she's skinny and pretty, and she's the nice nurse. You know how I know she's the nice nurse? Because she's the youngest, most Caucasian one. I get. I don't. I don't genuinely believe that was intentional, but it does. It's, it doesn't look good considering what I what I saw so far. So basically, the guy who cr- he crashed in, in like because he was a drunk bitch, and obviously he was going to fucking crash his car. And there was like Final Destination, a big spear of like tree branch through the passenger seat where his girlfriend would have been sitting. Mm. So she would have died there. And it's obviously like she broke the user agreement by getting out of the car. Okay. Um. So then a ghost had to kill her because you know that's just how it works. Mm. This is why you always read terms and conditions. Um. And everyone, and, he, and then the guy's like, there's literally like the main fucking like ward that he's in, and then there's just a door to like this broken down wing of the hospital that's full of asbestos and shit. And it's like, yeah, just, and he just wanders in there. And he tells her about the app, and she's like, that's so silly. I can't even remember his name, because they didn't have subtitles, so I couldn't hear a lot of the names. 
and stuff like that. But it's okay because the movie was bad. <laughs> uh, long story short, the guy gets fucking killed by a ghost because he decides he doesn't want to go have surgery, which is breaking the the, the UCLA. Um, he, he's, he's E-U-L-A. E-U-L-A. I fucking knew what I meant. Um, and she's like, oh, no. Uh, a nurse, which I know, I'm, ne- I'm getting real nitpicky at this. The fucking head nurse has like fucking like proper Instagram nails, and I'm like, they won't let you in a fucking ward if you have nail varnish on. I'm sorry, but literally, demon, demonic app immersion broken. <laughs> nurse has long nails, but yeah, and she's like, oh yeah, some some kid in like two two seven died. You're talking like, about the American healthcare system here, so fair. you know, may, maybe lower lower your standards. Actually, smidge. that's fair. But yeah, and because we know Up your she's. Cost. Yeah, she she's the nice nurse who gives a sh- she goes oh no Sean or whatever the fuck his name is I don't care I'm not I'm not a nice nurse and she and the, and the nurse is like oh he's dead died in the stairwell they fuck think him. he jumped fuck him hope he's hope he's in hell fucking told his family that he he there was an autoerotic asphyxiation told him he was looking at child pornography fuck this guy you know it's just like wow okay there's so much vengeance here for some guy. For legal reasons, I must state, most of those things did not happen in the movie. No. And it just goes on, and I don't like... I mean, I don't know if the actress wasn't directed properly, or she's not a very good actress, but she is just supposed to be the... She's the one good one. She's she's like the fucking writer's fantasy girl, and it's really quite creepy, because she doesn't have a personality. And when she does get a love interest, who's a black guy, they kiss and he gets killed by a ghost immediately. How dare he? And I'm like, okay. Mm, they try and make it like they go see a priest, and they'll and the priest is like smoking weed, and he's like, well, yeah, you might grub her because they had to have like a quirky character, and they're like, uh. and they're like, oh, the devil is a liar. If you prove the devil wrong, then the curse will be broken. And it's like, what? Where does it say that? Also, it's an ancient traveller curse, because I'm not going to say the actual word they use, because it's a slur. When was this made? 2019. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and like this, he's like, oh yeah, this ancient traveller curse. This traveller woman showed up and was like, hey, I'll tell you when you're going to die, but if you try not to die, then um, you'll break the, the end user license agreement, and you'll get killed by a ghost. And the guy's like, ah, fuck that. Um, and then gets killed by a ghost. And the tra- there's a picture of the traveler woman holding up a scroll, and like the it looks exactly like the app, and it's like great. So demons are just digital now. That's great. Digital oh. devil saga. Yeah, I was thank thank you. I was I was trying to work out a digital devil <laughs> saga. I know, honey. Joke there. But yeah, bullshit happens, and the 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 doctor the the dad from Twilight, Carlisle, not the hot. The guy with the mustache, the the vampire dad. Mm. Um, he's actually a doctor in this, and he's playing like a creepy lech. And he's he did real good. Um, he like yeah, that guy creeped me out. Fucking nice acting, mm. dad from the like, vampire dad from Twilight. Nice one. Um, and she's like, oh, he downloaded the app. So if I kill him, then it'll break the curse. So she's running around with a syringe full of more quote three times the lethal dose of morphine, which. No, it's not. But okay, I'll suspend my disbelief. And she keeps trying to like stab him with the, with this fucking thing, and then either he gets yanked away or she gets fucking yeeted across the like across the hospital. I'm imagining a real Benny <clears throat> Hill type situation it, here. It kinda is. 
And then she's just like, fuck this, and just chases him with a crowbar. And I'm like, you are a nurse. You're going to beat a dude to death with a crowbar. Hey, she, she, if she's a nurse, me. she knows crowbars. It makes her a more they, efficient they fuck people killer. Up. Yeah, it fucks people. Oh, God almighty. Um, but yeah, and, the, and like the ghost, it's, it's a demon. It's, it's like the devil or whatever. It's like, no, you can't kill the sex criminal. No, because then you'll prove me wrong and it'll hurt my fifis and I'll have to delete the app. Or something. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but basically. And then, like, the demon's trying to kill her sister. Because her younger sister's there. Because, I mean, who cares? Her younger sister's there. And then she's like, hey, demon! And she's, like, got the injection. Leave those kids alone. Yeah, right? In her <laughs> yeah, arm. I wanted to do that, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And she's going to inject this, this lethal dose of morphine into her own arm. And the demon looks up. And immediately turns into their dead mom. And it's like, oh, hi, honey. And she's like, mom. It's like, well, obviously not. You've literally just seen it be a demon. And you know it can do that. But okay. And yeah, and then she injects herself with morphine. And it's kind of gross because it does kind of glorify suicide a little bit there. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's not as clever as maybe give that a few more runs through. (laughs) Um... And and when and the thing is the 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 main character's timer is she has like less than a minute left. This morphine overdose kills her in ten seconds. The onset of action for morphine is about twenty minutes. So it would have been so fucking funny to just have them standing around for twenty minutes, <laughs> in like real time with no real cuts. time yeah. with no cuts, just like any minute now I'm gonna start feeling real good and right. real dizzy. <laughs> But, I mean, if you want, if you want to read a magazine or something like one. Yeah, the, the other demons is reading like I don't know, Haunting Weekly or something. <laughs> Just better homes and gardens, <laughs> horse and hound, uh, and like <laughs> readers' gardens. <laughs> oh, that's a nicely trimmed bush. Oh fuck off! <laughs> uh. And she she collapses within ten seconds and dies, proving the devil wrong and breaking the curse. And her sister's like, no, she goes up and rolls her over. And she'd, she's written on her arm, Narcan, and then a circle for an injection point. So, what have we learned? Suicide is cool. Um, and also, morphine will kill you in less than 10 seconds if you have an overdose of it. And also, after it's done all that damage to your body... By ki- and kill and kills you. If you just inject Narcan, or you get an untrained fourteen-year-old girl to inject you with Narcan, um, it makes you alive instantly, and organ damage and stuff is fine. So it's cool, actually. Um, and then the curse is broken. Yippee ki yay! Everything's great. But then they go to see their mum's grave, and they're all like, "Oh, isn't it sad that mum's dead or whatever?" Oh, that's oh, that's bad. And then they walk back to the car, and she gets a phone notification with that really annoying like evil laugh and stock scream and he goes up like countdown version 2.0 installed and it's like so what did the devil just go ah i'll let you have that one (laughs) massively misunderstanding how medicines work nice one you know what (laughs) you should not be a registered nurse (laughs) but yeah uh really bad terrible did not like that movie not as bad as fucking Deliver Us From Evil. That was shit. Okay, last movie I saw was actually a lot more enjoyable. Case tw- uh, Case 39. Okay. With Renee Zellweger. Oh, okay. 
Um, it's been a while since I thought about Renny Selwig. Yeah, well, I mean, this this <laughs> yeah. movie is like they still they still got big CRTs and flip phones, so it's it's, it's... okay. So it was when when she was a. Uh... A, a, a uh, an actress who was getting a lot of work. Yeah, okay. uh, a little bit like you know she's she's obviously a bit older, but you know we we stand. It's okay. cool, um, and I preferred this one a lot more. Uh, she's playing a social worker who um, is kind of weirdly racist to a family in the beginning, because um, like uh, uh, this isn't a weakness of the writing. I feel. I feel this is a weakness of society. <laughs> we live in one. Blah, blah, blah. Get a load of this society. <coughs> so basically, like, the dad's, like, uh, a drug addict. So obviously he's a sack of shit who deserves to die. Instead of looking at that as, like, an illness, they're looking at it as, like, a deliberate, malicious kind of thing. Which is, yeah. like, eh. But whatever. And she's, like, swamped at the, at the social working office. And then... The girl who played Sharon in the Silent Hill movie, because she 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 was horror child for a long time. There was there was a spate of like a couple of years where she, that kid was in every horror movie, being the creepy little girl, um, really annoying kid. Uh, but I'm not gonna like be angry at the kid because yeah, she she does her best, um, and like. She decides to adopt Alessa <laughs> from her family because, like, she's like, I'm certain this child is being abused. I can't find any physical, like, you know, or anything like that. So I can't go in there and take the kid away. But the parents are super weird and, and creepy and the dad won't talk to her directly. He, like, whispers in his wife's ear and then the wife relays what, she, what he says. And mm. it's just spooky. And... Also, the kid's name is Lilith. Now, Lilith, feminist bitch we love, um, is a religious um, character who was actually Adam's first intended in the Garden of Eden. But God turned her into the first demon, or a succubus specifically, because she wouldn't bow to Adam's will. So because she wouldn't become his, his subservient wife, she was kicked out of the Garden of Eden and became a demon. Um, she's so a really fun character in The Binding of Isaac yeah and a very fun <laughs> character biblically if you just want to see the inherent like you know bullshit uh. <laughs> um, so this kid's name is Lilith but they call her Lily and I was immediately like oh so the kid's evil <laughs> because obviously the kid's <laughs> fucking evil yeah. and yeah it turns out the kid's fucking evil yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of goes where like you know uh, the, the parents try to cook her in the oven and, she, like, Renee Zellweger breaks in with, like, her cop friend and saves the kid. And then the kid's like, why can't I live with you? Why can't you adopt me? I want to go to Silent Hill. In, the, in my restless dreams, I see that town. And she's all like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll fucking adopt you. And she manages to do it. And then things start going real south, because guess what? The kid's fucking evil. Who could have thought? Lilith, Lucifer, Child Puncher the Fourth is evil. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, Got high hopes for a brother Damien, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only good things yeah. from here on out. Um, and, like, there's, like, the kid, like, the therapy uh, group sh- the, the kid's in, one of the kids goes and, like, from the beginning of the movie, he, like, kills his parents with a tire iron. 
And then he's all like, I didn't mean to. Ah, I got a phone call from your house, Renee Zellweger. And because he's Hispanic, he's like, you know, he's, he's speaking in Spanish. But then Renee Zellweger looks at the camera and goes, what do you mean, he said? And then he says something else in Spanish. And she's like, what do you mean he told you to harm your parents in Spanish? <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um... <clears throat> So it's like, obviously, something fucky is wrong with Lilith, demonic, spawn, cat, murderer, yeah. Sullivan. Um, and there's like, 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 Renee Zellweger's hot, like, dude love interest is like, scared of hornets, and he's like a child psychologist, so he sits, he sits down with her, and she's like, I find you facile! And he's like, do you know what that means? She's like, yes, shallow, insincere! Small peepee or whatever she's fucking saying. Is she, is she really doing the Family Guy shallow and pedantic thing? A little bit, yeah. And she's like, I'm afraid of myself. And he's like, well, you're afraid of yourself? Why are you afraid of yourself? She's like, because I have bad thoughts about people. And he's like, okay. <laughs> about that mean? She's like, yeah, don't like you. And he's like, why? And she's like, ah, I just don't like you. And he's like, oh. Okay. Oh, that's just rude. <laughs> oh, that, that stings. I'm afraid of hornets, by the way. Okay, thanks very much. And then they leave. And then he has, like, a horrible scene where CGI hornets are coming out of his ear and his mouth. And then, like, a bunch of I them... I hate it when CGI hornets come out of my ear. Yeah, there's, like, they, they do the classic zoom in on the eye thing, and there's one crawling out of his eye, and you're like, ah, it's fine. But none of them are stinging him. And I'm like, that's half of the fucking horror of hornets is that, or like, you know, buzzing insect that, is that they bite you or whatever. I'm going to be honest. I feel that if a hornet was crawling out of my eyeball, that I, would be I my would be more like, immediate oh. concern. No, I'd be like, oh, sh- oh shit. I've got a wobby crawling out of my eye. But yeah. at least it didn't sting me. Yeah. That's scary. I, um, I'd find it scarier if they stung me. I mean, yeah, but like, I, I feel in order in order of magnitude of scariness, those, those two things are on quite different Drummer levels. Drummer Matt, you don't like wobs, wobs. You don't like things that bite you. Sting, sting. <laughs> bite you with their butt. They bite you with they ass yeah. bite you. Yeah, mm. you don't like wasps and stuff. No, not massive fun. Although yeah. I had to get a lot better at those things now because with little ones around, I don't want them to freak out as much as I would do naturally. Oh so yeah, I was like, yeah. No, it's best to be calm around them. It's fine. Like inside, like shitting myself. Yeah, <laughs> I eat good parenting. But yeah, and like I would say that the scariest part of wasps and stuff is that they sting you, <laughs> just for the fun of it. Yeah, just because fuck you, actually. <laughs> but if they crawled out of your eyeballs, that would be Again, the worst thing that they would, did. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah, but I'd be, I'd be like, oh, thank fuck, it didn't sting me. Oh, weight off my mind. That's fine. Open the window, let, let the fucker out. I don't know, I got stung by bees and wasps a lot as a child. So you like, were sexually intimidating to them. Possibly. Um, <laughs> that's I, what my teachers always told me in that weird private school <laughs> I went to. It's like, if you get stung by something, it means that you were sexually intimidating it. And I'm like, yeah. That wasp was so scared I was going to fuck its wife. <laughs> it's like, hey, buzz buzz, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you looking for a good time? Ow. Never mind. <laughs> Anyway, case 39. Case 39. So, yeah. Um, and he dies. His head explodes. And I don't think it's because of wasps. But I maybe he was just like, oh, that's, this is frightening. Dead now. I know. It's allergies. <laughs> he's allergic. No, the thing is, they didn't sting him. Maybe he's allergic to not being No, stung. no. It's like hay fever season. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, he's just like, ah, plant jeers. And dies. Yeah. It's been known to happen. Yeah. Um, but... 
it's, it's, the, the fucking Lilith, the demon child, called him, and then he had wasps in the ear he answered the phone with, so. Okay. You know, uh, she's killed again, the little shit, and that's how she kills people. So then Renee Zellweger talks to her cop friend, and she's like, so maybe the parents who tried to kill this child were okay, actually? And the cop's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are literally a child service, like, 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 worker. And you're like, maybe those parents should have killed their kid, because maybe the kid's a bit of a dick. <laughs> and he storms off, and he's like, if I fucking hear you say that shit again, I'm reporting you. And she's like, wow, what a douche. I just said that maybe these parents who tried to kill their child were doing a Look, good thing. Look, I'm not saying it's the right thing, but we've all met a kid where you're like, mm, someone's, you know, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> See, I, I was about to. Ha- no, I was, no, I was no, like, no, no, oh, no, I'm no, going no. to have to worm my way out of this. And then no. I'm like, oh no, no, no. no, 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 no Snipe no. is bravely lo- no, launching onto that no, grenade no. for me. Excellent. I am not going to lie. I really wanted to see Renee Zellweger stab a child. <laughs> I really wanted the 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 the, the <laughs> conclusion of this movie of her just knifing a ten year old girl. <laughs> that because like they literally set it up. So, like, the kid's like, let me in, Emily, let me in, and, like, smashing the door and stuff. And, like, Renee Zellweger's, like, clutching a knife, being like, going away, go away. And I'm like, is she going to stab a child? Am I going to watch Renee Zellweger just kill a child? Like, just fucking, mm. just knife her. Because that would be, like, she has a screwdriver at one point. It's like, is she going to fucking screwdriver this child? And then, like, she goes to see the dad in prison, and he's like, People have been dying, huh? And she's like, yeah, how do I kill your daughter? <laughs> and he's like, that thing ain't my daughter. But you gotta kill it when it's sleeping. And she's like, all right, kill it when it's sleeping. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel, I feel what like, the fuck? I, I ain't a big fan of prison guards, but I feel like one of them should have probably uh, there noticed was, There was literally a prison guard murder. standing behind her while this is happening. This shows you... Like, like social status will let you get away with anything. Ah, true. Because if I'd have gone in there and asked this dude how to kill his daughter, I would have probably been in the cell next to him. But Renee Zellweger, fancy psychologist that she is, is like, oh, she probably knows, it's a psychology thing, it's probably one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. So then she starts plotting how to kill this child. (laughs) And I'm like, why am I rooting for the... The woman trying to kill a child. I mean, the child is evil. Just stone yeah. cold fucking evil. She's making, she's making grown ups fucking like shoot themselves in the head. She's making kids kill their parents. It's, it's fucked up. Yeah, okay. But Renee Zellweger's like, well, this is obviously my personal responsibility. I need to murder an infant, mm. a, a, a preteen. That's fine. And, like, the kid starts getting really snarky, like, you have to do what I say. If I want ice cream, you gotta buy me ice cream. I want a new dress. And I'm like, well, it's definitely a child. Mm. You know, just being like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck you, lady. You gotta do what I say, because otherwise I'll kill people you care about. And she's, and Renee Zellweger is just like, fuck, dude. Okay. Guess I gotta get this kid ice cream every evening. And the thing is, the thing can read her brain, like, read her mind. And actively says so multiple times. So she goes to her doctor and goes, I haven't been sleeping. Can I have some sleeping pills? And he's like, yeah, that'll be $600. And she's like, yep, this is a functional like economic system. And then goes and crushes this, these blue pills up in chamomile tea, which turns it like this weird color that there's no way this kid would not know she's being drugged, especially if it has the intelligence of a fucking demon. I'll be honest, if you gave me chamomile tea, I'll look at it and go, well, I don't know what color it's supposed to be. So It's yeah. like piss vasa. Okay. It's 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 
Yeah, it's just like you know, you know, really weak tea before you put milk in. That's just what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's pee pee. And she's like, bring it back with urine in it, like I asked for Renee Zellweger. And she's like, stop quoting Family Guy. That's never been good. And she's like, yeah, even for a demon, that was low. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So she has a couple of sips, and she's like, so where'd you? So let's do something tomorrow. And she's like, why don't you surprise me? And she's like, I'm not good at it. And the kid's like, you're getting better. It takes another sip of chamomile. Yeah. Sleeping tablet mush. And she's like, aha, so I'll... And then she just burns her house down. Okay. But she has fish, and I was, I wrote down in my notes, has fish, will obviously die. The fish don't die. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> that I think of. Actually, they're probably free now, but that's not not released from the burden of life free. But just give me give me some time to like catch up to that. Give me one minute. So Renee Zellweger's mum got into an accident and died when she was like 10. And that's like a big part of her backstory is why she's a child, like a child service yeah. kind of person. And they get in the car because she burns the house down and then the little girl comes out and goes, that was mean. And then holds her hand and she's like, fuck, <laughs> killing children is difficult. Got to think up something clever. Yeah, they're small and wiry. You try and stab them, they just juke oh, and die. It's like trying to stab like the that. last noodle in the spaghetti bowl. Oh, yeah. It's fucking impossible, yeah. mate. That's <laughs> where you get chopsticks and you just go in there and pinch them. This is where you go, hmm, rejected titles for this episode. <laughs> Killing how, children is hard. How to kill a child. Like, mm, no, no, shouldn't use that. No, 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 that's a bad one. I still wish the... <laughs> tell the kids that mummy's dead. I'm st- I still wish that had been a title, but you were both like, no, that's way too fucking Yeah, that's grim. too much. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, and like, so she's like, okay, guess I'm stuck with you. And then they drive and they follow the cop car because the cop's going to take her to someplace she can stay because her house burned down. Um, and then she like veers off the exit ramp at the last minute and the little girl's like, your mommy hated you. And she's like, yeah, we been new. <laughs> well, I'm paraphrasing, but mm. yeah. And she's like, she hated herself and she hated you. That's why it wasn't an accident. You know that. And she's just like, shut up, you fucking little demon bitch. And she's like, wow, that that's why your mom hated you so much and fucking died by running the car through. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck this. And like, she puts like a bunch of demonic visions in her head and she's like, it's not real. Everything's fine. And you, it looks like she's about to crash into like a big, like articulated like truck. And mm. she doesn't cause it's fake. Then she drives to like the river and she's like to this little girl, she's like, Oh, are you scared? Are you scared? I'm not. And I'm like, I want to see Renee Zellweger kill a child. This is going to be fucking boss. Mm. So she, she drives into the river and the kid's panicking and then she like goes to undo her buckle, and the kids like grabs her ha- grabs her hand, and then you, you, I understand they couldn't show her struggling and leaving a child to drown in a car, mm. so they make her a CGI demon face. Uh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, honestly, I can hear the board meeting going, mate, you can't do this. You can't, you can't just <laughs> you have can't. the finale of the movie just be infanticide. You can't. You just can't. Do that. You can't be the, the the heroic end of the movie. Can't be the main character killed a child, and that was pretty dope. This, actually, this isn't the movie. Is it children at play? <laughs> that horror know. movie where kids are killing people, and at the end of the movie, just like the townsfolk murdering all the kids in town. I thought that was Children of the Corn, but probably I, I've not seen Children of the Corn. I so. have not seen it in a long time so but yeah and it's like okay (laughs) and then she gets free and it's like 
And she's like watching the water, like shaking. And her fish are in there, but the thing is, the fish are free now. Yes. So the fish are okay in my. They're now an invasive species. Then, yeah, it's great. Mm. Kill the child, ruin the ruined the river's ecosystem. Fucking two for Amazing. two, Zellweger. Fucking incredible. <laughs> um, uh, and then she's just sat on the on the fucking lip of where she drove off. And there's like a big bubble comes up and she's like, uh, do I have to go and actually knife that child and make sure she stays down? No? Okay. And then she just sits there as the, like, as it like zooms out and the, and like, the, like, sirens are approaching mm. and then the credits roll and I'm like, fuck! Heroic child murder. Yeah? Wow. <laughs> it was, it was intense. Yeah, I can imagine. And honestly, yeah. a pretty enjoyable watch because, yeah, I was just sitting there going, how are you going to get around the fucking boardroom meeting if you can't have the main character heroically murder a child? Let's just say uh, that script probably went through a few rewrites to get made. I think it did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, we should quickly, because we're very over time. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're going to get onto questions, I bet considering how long we've been recording for and the fact that We've got nursery pickup in approximately seven minutes. Oh. Um, couple of quick fire ones. Sure, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, drummer Matt, what's the email? Uh, the drummer Matt at gmail.com. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, that's probably, probably right. right. Editing um, will fix it, but yes. We've had quite a few emails, but um, just sending best wishes to you tonight as a starter. Just, thank you, so everybody. That was quite nice. I, um, I love it when people send emails in anyway, but, but thank you for sending me well wishes. You are all beautiful and I love you. Mwah. Yeah, so there's a there was a few, but none of them are particularly time sensitive. So I might do a couple next time. Okay. Um, if we depending on time, so but a couple of quick fire ones, just so we don't feel too blue balls. Um, sure. Space Space Marine Deepmar. Hello. If you could cast celebrating Chilean American actor Jose <laughs> Pedro Palmasida Pascal as an X Man character, who would you cast him as? As an X Man character. Hmm. Glob Herman. <laughs> yeah, because I want to see his fucking liver. <laughs> Fuck yeah, off! Yeah. Um, I feel like he'd do a good gambit, right? He do. He's got that charisma, and the thing is, I've always wanted to be rogue. So you know, <laughs> there we go. That checks out. There go. Yeah. So yeah, Fair. gambit. Okay. I think he'd be an incredible right. gambit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the secret squig. The good they, name. Um, Hello. They have two. Well, they have a new squiggus. <gasps> oh, nice! Nice. Strug- struggling what to name them. They already have one called Squiggly Way Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it, um who wears a lay because you know why not yeah um, but they don't know what they don't they haven't got a clue what to call the younger sibling so mm. any suggestions would be appreciated the younger sibling the younger squiggeth mm. um i know you got any ideas matt i no um Marigold. I, I could think of something funny by now but i apparently haven't marigold that's the name <laughs> of my 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 paladins um Giant spider, Fa- like summon mount, who's yeah. a giant fucking oh, tarantula. Yeah. Huh. Marigold, like yeah, Squiggly Ray Cyrus and Marigold. That sounds very yeah. cute. Sorry, not got, not got the. Uh, we've been podcasting for a while. Puns are a yeah. bit beyond us at this point. <laughs> if we think of anything else, we'll answer in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and this is more of a um, recommend. Not, it's more of a suggestion to you guys potentially, or I giving you an idea. Um, this is the d- 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 Lord Hedge Pig. Hello. And, they, and they, they say, have you ever considered doing a series like LGR's Excellent Thrifts 
not sure what this is, but oh, video is basically covering your search for old minis. Lazy game reviews. Um, he goes and uh, buys yep. a bunch of old like electronic stuff. Really, really good videos. He's very cool. Okay, no, I love cool. thrift uh, thrifting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have so. you considered doing something similar for your search for old minis? It, um, the problem is most of it is online. All of it is online. Mm. Frankly, there's literally nowhere. Yeah, so it'd rem- just be looking at eBay for like. Yeah. 15 minutes there's literally mm. nowhere um there's that, that one is... place in leicester it's, leicester is quite a way away from yeah us which is why it's going to be 15 minutes of ebay searching so uh, yeah it no. would be a nice idea if there were more physical stores but uh as it goes no not yeah really. no unfortunately that would be if if we had a bunch of stores that had like that uh, had that kind of stuff that could be a fun idea but yeah no unfortunately that's maybe, just maybe out of control to be able to maybe do a it. one-off if we go to like like a city where they happen to have a bunch of leftover minis or something. Yeah. And we can just I went in. to a convention years and it was at the University of Derby and they had, I don't know what the convention was, but they basically, there was a load of people there and there was like, it was like they had a car boot section, but it was just people's like selling their minis and there was like loads of cool old ones and things. Oh. But I can't remember what, it, what even the like, if it was a Warhammer mm. thing or or whether it was a, just a modeling thing. I can't even remember. Yeah. Well, if we, if we go to something cool. like that, we would document it. Yeah. 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 Cool. That'll do for a quick fire ones, considering okay. we've been recording for, I don't know how long we'll end up being, but the recording is two, two hours 40. And 16 minutes was at the start of me complaining about the uh, the wanton destruction of the NHS. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably remove that. Uh, ah, fair point. But yeah, uh, so I guess thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll Won't try. it so long next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll try not to have yeah. quite such a gap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hope you en- hope you enjoyed this. And thank uh, you so much. Please yeah. send some questions in. Thank you so much for your well wishes, and thank you so 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 much for all your patience during this annoyingly fucking hospital based time. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Not not a fan of the cancer meta, but it will be done with yeah. uh, in probably four months. Is Hopefully. when my chemotherapy is up and I get my surgery. So, well, nothing to do with cancer, getting a nose job, fucking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I, oh, I need. I you shouldn't need. do that. You have a very cute nose. People on the Sim subreddit are complaining that every Sim has my nose, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Not I'm, you specifically. Yeah, they're like, snipe, fuck you, man. Everyone has your nose, and I'm like. <gasps> I'm obviously not welcome here. But yes, we shall we shall break now to let Drummer Matt, I don't know, go be a good dad or some shit. Something yes. weird like that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.